Welcome to A Millennial's Third Eye, and uh, we are going to be tackling part two of our motivational show. So uh, what was that, Thursday we did this, Joe? Thursday? Um, do, you, do you remember? I think right. it was. I think it was. A, I hope you did your homework. It feels like it was a long time, but... Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does, but, but it's never too late to talk about motivation. So are you ready? My dog ate are, my homework. Are you, oh, well, you're the one that was dishing <laughs> it out for everybody. So, so yeah, all right. So I'm we, prepared. Yeah, okay, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so just a little recap. Um, we're going to be talking about tools tonight on how to stay motivated, how to turn a negative into a positive, how... Being happy um, can really just change your life. You know, don't sweat the small stuff and um, what the bigger picture really is. So, you know, we've all been there, um, had some days maybe going to work or, you know, you just wake up on the wrong side of the bed and somebody says something and you're just totally in a bad mood. And um, so yeah, it can really affect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it can really affect your um your your week, your month, and uh, you know we want to get off on a good start. I mean, still January, right? So we want to have a good year, and um, so let's see. I, the good I, life. I've got, yeah, I mean, we all want to want the good life, right? So, and I mean, when you well, we left we left off with that mental clarity. That was like my my thing. The whole the mm-hmm. mental like to be motivated, you're gonna have to be clear to pick out which tool you're gonna use. For, for let's say like the war of yourself, I don't know the motivational mm-hmm. aspect of yourself. So what, where are we going to go from there with that? So I think a really good place to go, and this is going to sound crazy, but we we have to talk about failure. And the reason I'm going to say failure, you're, are you are you thinking really, Maria? We're talking about motivation. Why? <laughs> What's your initial reaction, Joe? Is it is it that's the, not the best route to take. Is that what you're thinking? No. Well, I'm trying to. Um, well, so we we went with mental clarity, mm-hmm. and no matter no, what no, the wait, situation no. is. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying. I'm asking. Do you think that me saying our first thing that we should talk about today is failure? Do you think that that's a really weird thing for me to say, or do you get where I'm coming from when I say that? Um. I'm not opposed to it. I kind of see where you're going with okay. it, but um, okay. um, let's okay. go with it. I want to I wanna hear. Okay, okay, okay. So the reason I'm saying I think we should talk about failure first is because failure can be one of your best tools to stay motivated because huh. you learn from your mistakes, right? I think so, but yeah, I do. <laughs> Absolutely, you're right. You're supposed to. 
you're supposed to. And and well, this one thing go ahead. Well, I like I like that because to me when you said that, what I pictured was, you know, I failed again at this. What can I do at this point mm-hmm. now cuz maybe Absolutely. that that one didn't work. You're right, and that's what you're doing. You're taking it. You're using it as a tool to not make the same mistake again. See, it's it, there's, it's a common misconception that failure is there's a negative you know connotation attached to it. Oh, I failed, so I'm I'm I suck, and that's not what this is about. I mean, you have to fail so you can fix it, try it again, and learn from it. So really, we talked about fear and the and and how fear just engulfs your life if you let it. And the fear of failure should motivate you to do better, try harder, and be better. You can use failure as a catalyst for success. You know, I mean, it, it can be honestly the most powerful tool that you have. Because if you don't try, you're never going to know. And you know what? Maybe That's you'll really, fail once. Yeah. Maybe... Go ahead. What do you, I want to no, hear your thoughts no. on it. I'm trying to get used to this, like, not cutting everyone off type thing. It's really yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'm listening to it in failure, but really you could put it into any subject. And because uh, this is how I'm looking at kind of like my example of it. You could put it into any subject, whether it be career, love, family, mm-hmm. friends, um, because you look back on it and fear is a big thing and you fail yeah. and you get back up. But then you really have to go, what did I It gets to the point where you really eventually get to the point of, what did I do wrong? What can I do right. better? And exactly. that's where you start to figure out yourself. Uh, yeah, you're, mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like where it's going. I am on the boat, yeah. and I am enjoying this ride so far. <laughs> Along for the ride. All right, good. Because, I mean, really, like I said, that's one of the biggest misconceptions is people think that. So it's all about changing your way of thinking to to be more motivated. I mean, you know, another thing that – that I do say and write and use a lot is to stay hungry and stay foolish. But generally when I write that, cause that is a quote from Steve jobs, who I love to, to read his work, listen to him talk. I mean, it was, he was an amazing human being. So my thing that I usually like to pair with that is to stay humble and honestly, you know, failing and then trying to do better keeps you humble and keeping you humble keeps you grounded. You know, you, you do have to have that balance. So everything that we've talked about in our episodes, you know, obviously around the, the reading and whatnot really is tied together. Just like you said, you know, you can use it in every aspect of your life. I mean, balance in your spiritual journey, balance with love, balance with family, balance with work and having, you know, the right amount of work and play because you have to in order to be happy. And if you're happy and you're grounded, then you're going to be what? You're going to be motivated, you know, to do better and and move farther on on our journey of life because it's what it is. So the other thing is is you know, obviously um, setting goals. That's a huge part of motivation, and I am a big advocate on on writing lists and taking notes and I mean stick them everywhere. You know, like the most inspiring words for you, stick them on the mirror in the bathroom, stick them on the refrigerator door, stick them on your dashboard. I don't care. But you need to surround yourself with positive words and positive people, because if you become stagnant 
and you're around stagnant people and you work in a stagnant environment, what are you going to be? You're going to be depressed and you're going to be sad, right? So I think um, that's a challenge for everybody is, you know, write a positive word every day and stick it somewhere. I don't care where. So you can see it and you can embed it in your mind that you want to be a positive, more motivated person. And the goals that you have, it's kind of nice. You don't have to go big, but, you know, start with some small ones, and then you can actually cross them off, put a check mark by them, highlight them, and then you kind of feel good and accomplished, you know, like, hey, I actually am doing some of the things that I want to do to stay motivated, to better my life. And, um, yeah, so I think that's really important, too. Have you, um, have you ever think, written a book? I think the big word really is also uh, becoming complacent. Like, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even even um, one of my goals for myself is to um, remain conscious because we mm-hmm. get complacent in this comfort comfort zone of um, going to work, coming home, getting ready for bed. That's it. And we have these dreams, and we're like, you know, I want to, you know, as we grow up, I want to do this when I get older. I want to, I want right. to travel, and or we have these goals, whether it be you want to build something or and we get mm-hmm. complacent to the point where it's like, oh, you know, I'm tired. Or, right. I don't know, I just had had something to eat and I'm not feeling it anymore. <laughs> Getting complacent um, is definitely a goal. I don't I don't want to become complacent. I want to be forever kind of eager or motivated or uh, basically conscious. Sure. But, you know, the one thing that you do have to think about with that is, you know, um, some people might – confuse being complacent with having a routine and you can still have a routine and be set in a schedule, but not become complacent and just ready to to settle for, you know, wherever it is you're at right now, because there, there is definitely a way for you to factor in some time and, you know, making yourself a better you could be something as simple as reading a book. It could be something as simple as listening to a podcast. Uh, Hello us right now. Um, you know, it, it really, it really can make you make you better. It could be as simple as writing a letter to a friend you haven't talked to in a while and mailing it out. You know, because you know how happy it's going to make them. Who sends letters anymore? I love getting mail. <laughs> send me a card any day. You guys want to send me a card? You can message us. I'll give you my address. You can send me a card because I, I love getting. I love getting mail. <laughs> so, I love, you know, you know what I love getting? I love getting money what? sent in the mail. So if you want to send me money, I'll uh, send you my address. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> let's get back on track here. <laughs> no, no, it's, I mean, who doesn't love getting, getting a little something in a card, yeah, but I, I mean, that's yeah. not what, you know, I don't know what it's about. It's not Christmas or anything, you know, birthdays. Um <laughs> No, I mean, you know, again, it could be something really small, really, really simple um, that, you know, and and again, it doesn't necessarily just have to be something for you to move ahead. Again, it could be helping somebody else to make their day. And that uh, in turn is going to make you a better person. Um, You know, and the, the thing too is, is that life is unpredictable. So you can set goals and maybe you don't reach them as fast as you want. You go, you know what, I've got these three goals for this month. By the end of January, I want my goals crossed off. I want, I want to check them off. And maybe, you know, January 31st is quickly approaching, and you're like, oh, I still have two that I haven't done. 
don't get down on yourself. You know, we can, we can do a rollover goal list, but you know, as long as it's there, it's going to be embedded in your mind, just like I was talking about with the motivational words and use that to motivate yourself to be better because really, I mean, and I know this might sound cheesy, but it's, it's all about the climb to the top of the mountain. It's not necessarily about, about being on top of the mountain. It's about the climb to it. So, and that's life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, and as also another analogy, let's see, let me use one, let me use one with food. It's like, it's like going to a restaurant, right? And you want to order like your, your favorite meal or you go to this place all the time and you're like, oh, I love this. So you order it and then maybe you kind of like find yourself slowing down as you <laughs> see your plate getting empty because you don't want to finish because it's so good, you know? So it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. like that. I mean, I, I like using analogies in life is just you got to take your time with it and enjoy the little things, you know, you, if you're not enjoying life, how are you going to stay motivated? You get negative, you right. get focused, you're upset, you know, I mean, you got to think of the big picture all the time. So, um, and, and I another think thing determination is, not, is a, is a bigger, um, is, a, is yeah. that on your list? Did I just like, is that on yeah, your list? Yeah, absolutely. Like, or, I, I don't yeah, want to just, just jump the just, gun. No, no, no. You're okay. There's, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason to this. I mean, it's, it's what's important to you and, you know, um, and me and, and everybody, or if anybody's listening or that will listen, you know, um, determination is a big one. So yeah, elaborate on that one for us, Joe. Determination for me is, and it doesn't have to be determination on becoming motivated. It's more or less determination on finding consistent ways that are different that work for you to not give up. Cause that's, that's kind of like what I did. Mm-hmm. And now sure. I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? I found a couple things that have worked for me, but what I realized is I've become more complacent. I'm like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't need them right now. But now I really do. I'm like, you know what? I need, I need mm-hmm. to like recenter me. Um, and yeah. the motivation is, it's a good key to get to the motivational point. That was my motive, right? But now I'm determined to go back to those tools to become more um, balanced, ener- energetically, yeah. consciously. So. For me, the, the motivation was to become motivated to get me in a mental state where I need to be so that way I can help others become motivated on their dreams and their goals. So it's really how you put it in order to, to give yourself determination, in my mind. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. And it's funny because one of the next things that I um, had written down goes right along with what you just said, and it's, I, I put staying motivated as the cornerstone of a successful life because, you know, it really is. Like if you stay motivated, I promise you, you know, you'll start to notice things falling into place. Things that you didn't even, that you didn't even have on your list. Things that you wouldn't even have thought of putting on your list are going to start to fall into place. So yeah, not getting complacent, not getting, you know, discouraged. That's, that's great. You And, and really it's the same thing. It's determination. Like you just said, you know, you have to, to just stay focused. Um, so the other so thing yeah, that but, I came up with, it's not that I came up with myself, but I kind of realized <laughs> that I'd done. And there were two things, but the subject was distraction. Okay. For me, for me, um, if I could put it in like order, what I did was when I was unhappy, I didn't know mm-hmm. what I was going to do with myself. I was like tired of the same whatever tries and methods I've, I've tried so far in my, in my life where I was like, you know what? I've had enough. I don't know what's going to work this time. Um, 
right. little as time went by, I came up with like distractions that kind of motivated me to complete like little things. Mm-hmm. I make um, spiritual necklaces for people that help them spiritually, which is a different thing. Um, there's other things that I, I had given myself to build. And little by little, I started to let my conscious kind of break down whatever mental state it was in. So that was a right. distraction. And I'm really big for me personally, those frequency videos that just play like sounds and it has a certain vibration mm-hmm. for different purposes. That's mm-hmm. literally distracting the vibrations that are going through you know, your mind anyway. So that's like a great distraction. That's pretty much what it's doing. It's taking the one frequency that's coming to you now at your vibrating with, whether, whether it be right. anger, sadness, depression, you know, anxiety, and you, you listen to the frequency in your earbud, and it's like, it just pushes that away, and it just zones you out, so you're like, I don't know what the hell this is, but it seems to be pretty cool, so yeah, that was, um, yeah. a distraction's a big thing. Absolutely, and that's, that's kind of funny, because that's another one of those words, too, that, you know, people might associate with being negative, it's like a distraction, oh, you know, a distraction from what you need to be doing, but really a distraction can be motivating and, and good because it'll break your complacent cycle. So you see, isn't it wild? Right. How That's exactly everything we're saying is tying in to together and, and everything that we're talking about with motivation does really tie into your spiritual well being and just your well being in general. So, yeah. I'm on like a little mission myself. We're all like on missions of some sort, right? So mm-hmm. right now I kind of went through, I don't know, a couple chapters of like learning a whole chunk about myself. And now I'm on this level of, okay, so how do I maintain this? And as I'm trying to learn how to maintain it, I'm learning more about the chunk of stuff that I went through kind of again, like revisiting it. So Right, yeah, absolutely. What I've, what I've noticed is that complacent um, – cycle you're talking about that was pretty much mm-hmm. me at work going like you know looking out the window going I don't know what I want to do I hate this I don't want to be here all day I'm unhappy I'm depressed da, 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 da. and then I go home I wake up and I do the same thing I was like what is this yep. I, literally thought I was like am I in hell <laughs> you know but um yeah that distraction eventually like you look for something you're like you know there's the key and it kind of just something to distract you to kind of break out of your own consciousness going, I'm tired of this, I'm tired of this, I'm tired of this, I'm tired of this. Instead, it's yeah. Be, I'm ready for more. I'm ready for action. I'm ready for the new adventure. I can do it. This is possible. I'm, I'm believing in myself now. It's just like this whole big change I have. Well, you can't, I can open I mean, a, can't a mango. Expect, <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't expect to see a change if you don't make a change. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's really important to remember too. So if you're There's unhappy a big quote with something, I it's um, your new life is going to cost you your old life. Yeah, that's that's good. I like it. I haven't haven't heard that one, but I like that it. The new the yeah. new version of you is going to cost the new the older version of you, and I think that's like a big boom. Like <laughs> it really is. It you're is. not going to be the same anymore. You're not yep. supposed Wake to. Up. In my mind, we're not supposed to be this. Um, I'm not going to be Joe, you're, like I'm Joe from elementary school to middle school. Then Joe was from, you know, middle school to high school, transitioned a little bit and getting there. Then from high school to college, Joe kind of changed his personality. You know, we're constantly evolving and changing mm-hmm. where 
you we're know, supposed to be the small <laughs> small things like oh I don't like broccoli rub or I don't like broccoli or I don't eat that uh, I don't eat any vegetables and then one day you're like I'm craving vegetables what's going on it's kind of like that right you're not going to listen to you know yeah. hip hop and rap for the rest of your life maybe you will yeah, maybe no. it's going to be like a jazz hip hop I don't know I mean you might but you know your taste in in artists or you know um, style <clears throat> might change. You know, it's just it's Matter of fact, part of. I'm going to play a song later for us to go on break to. And I think it's a great song to listen to because it's not just a song. It's actually, I'm going to surprise What you is today. it? It's going to be, it's, it's a surprise. It's going to actually correspond totally with motivation and life. So that's a surprise. But anyway, yeah. what's the next kind of, what's the next tool? Well, what I was going to say is, you know, I talked about, about, setting goals, but what's really important about setting goals is to really understand why they're your goals. Because you can say these goals and have these grand gestures of what it is you want to do, but why you have to know why they're important to you or else what's the point? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because, I mean, you can say, oh, I want to I wanna be the president. You know, why? Why do you want to be the president? And, and, you know, write it down and don't do this for anybody but yourself, but just kind of figure out because the other thing is, is a lot of times people are just programmed to go, oh, well, my goal is to have, you know, the newest iPhone or the newest Android because, you know, everybody else has one and I want to have one too. And it's like, well, why? Why is that your goal? You know, do you want it because they have it or do you want it because the camera's awesome and the capabilities are amazing? Like, you know, educate yourself so that you have something to back it up. I mean, and, and that kind of ties in with the next thing I was going to say, is hold yourself accountable. You know, if you don't succeed with the goals that you set out for yourself, hold yourself accountable for it because it was important to you. And that's why you wrote them down in the first place because it was important you know, to you. What, um, what I recently too noticed is when you're more, um, consciously involved or consciously motivated to determine eventually mm-hmm. it gets to this point of fate uh fate and you know a lot of the even yeah. a lot of celebrities like there's a lot of people that you come across whether it be a, a documentary video but it's like okay. a story for example where you know they wanted to be a photographer and no one believed in them and one day they said f it i'm buying my own camera and i'm going to take pictures and someone said oh my god yeah. can i buy that for six, 60 grand you know and then today, in 2019, you'll hear, well, you know, I'm not happy. I don't want to work here at, the, at this job anymore. And, like, what do you want to do? Oh, I want, you know, I really like, I want to be a photographer. And they're, they're not, they're saying it that way because, one, they don't have a camera. Two, they right. don't take pictures yet, but they know that they can. It's in your soul, right? Your soul is mm-hmm. going, I want to be a photographer. But your human body and your consciousness going, and your ego is like, yeah, but I, I want to be a photographer. And it's that, that tone is basically saying, like, yeah, but your human self is like, well, I don't have the money or the camera yet, and I never took a picture of my life. But Okay, but, but that's inside, the negative aspect. Yeah, so eventually, well, my point is this is that the faith will come along this whole process in, within motivation. The whole motivation, too, is don't worry about what anyone says but yourself. Do what you well, want to do if you want to take pictures. That's true. Take, but the, the point of this, too, is, is 
you know, just like what you said, that, that's the fear coming into play of going, well, I want to do it, and nobody's really supporting me, and, oh, but it's so expensive, and, oh, well, I don't have any props, or, oh, you know, well, I don't, I don't really have a lot of extra gas money to drive around and take pictures of what I want to take pictures of, or I don't know anybody that needs pictures, you know? It's like all those are negative things, and honestly, what what good is that doing you? And we're all guilty of it. I'm not going to say I'm not. I, I am, but I'll tell you what, what I am doing to change that is I start catching myself and saying, wait a second, what am I doing here? I'm going down that path again of here, is, here are the reasons, and we're so quick to give ourselves the reasons why we can't do something. But if you said, a for that. said, okay, what's that? There's a saying for that. I believe it's from the 80s. It's called, check yourself, fool. Uh, yeah, well, you should check yourself and say, you know what? You know what, though? Nobody's supporting me, but I really want to do this. And even if I don't, even if I'm not doing this in a year from now, I really want to give it a shot. And here's what I need to do. I need to get a camera. I need to, you know, get props. I need to get on Facebook and sponsor an ad for 10 bucks and say, you know, hey, I'm new to the photography thing. I want to do a couple free photo shoots. You know, and then just start building clientele. Like there are ways that you can try. And you know what? Back to that word failure. If you fail, at least you tried. And you know what? If you really still want to do it, then you know it's really important to you. If you try, it's not working out so much. And you're like, you know what? Maybe it wasn't a great idea. Maybe I really didn't want to do it that bad because I'm already thinking of other stuff that I can do. And you'll be amazed at where life will take you. I mean... Before before I forget too, I had I want to say this and then say something else. But for the camera thing, if that's even like an example, there's a lot of mm-hmm. cool apps that I use that I actually enjoy and they're free. And that's like mm-hmm. like one one like app. Editing. Ironically, ironically, it, it like takes pictures like a Polaroid, like an old school Polaroid. You know, we had to develop them, and it has like the old that's cool. the '90s like color frame in it, and it kind of looks yeah. uh, glitchy. But there's a lot of free ones, too. But besides that, um, even for myself, right, right now I've come to the point where I realize, like, I do want to work on cars. I went to school for cooking. But, you know, there's, like, some options, right? But I've – my gut and my soul, right, my soul saying, you can do that later. But let's let's see how this plays out right now. Like, I'm I'm here for this, this story, and it's going one way. So I feel like this is a good direction right now, but I need the money for certain reasons. So I can't go learn how to, how to be a mechanic or work on cars without having money to pay for that. So I'm going to go this direction to let the story pan out that way. So it's kind of, I don't know. That's my view. And it'll probably still end up leading you back because if see, here's the thing is along that ride, when you're taking that ride, you're either going to come back to being a mechanic because it is something that you truly want to do, or you're going to find something that you truly want to do more than that. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's life is, um, it's an adventure and you kind of just have to, um, you have to go with the flow. <laughs> you know, there's no point in, in just stressing yourself out. I mean, anxiety and stress really come from fear of failure, you know, um, fear and and failing in in every aspect of your life. I mean, there's always going to be that possibility. We're we're human. You know, we're not perfect at anything. 
if there's like any way, like, cause I don't know, I have this, this point of view where maybe you don't realize that you need motivation. I'll tell you the, the biggest, the biggest key answer to answering that question is this. Is there something that you've been thinking about all day, all night, you wake up the next day, it still comes back to your mind about something else, and this is something that's just bothering you in the essence of, um, you know, your future. Now, mm-hmm. before I say anything else, if there's a big underlying problem, I'm not a psychiatric person, I don't, you know, I don't I can't yes. tell you yeah. certain things, but if there's a bigger problem than just, you know, achieving something, but it's a bad mm-hmm. way, then please, by all means, like, get that help, but... Get if it's something that you can yeah. do yourself uh, for your future career, your love life, friendship, things like that, yeah, you need motivation. If it's something that's been on your mind, it's bothering you, what you mm-hmm. said, it's so small. So, like, something you said wrong is bothering you. You need to motivate yourself okay. some way or another to yeah. un- undissolve the, you know, that little clue. Cause it's a part of our life. Um, exactly. And you wouldn't care. You don't want to leave. You- if you if you didn't care, you know that would mean it wasn't important to you. If you care and it's causing you angst, like then fix it. It's it's easy enough to fix it. You know, there's nothing. I mean, nothing is forever. <laughs> so you know, and it, we're, and we're that, talking in a spiritual sense too. So motivation, mm-hmm. the biggest the biggest tool. I actually thought about this just now, and I, I was like, like a key thing. It's like it's actually so simple, but really it's good. The biggest spiritual motivational tool is to look at yourself in the mirror and go, who are you? What do we got to do? And figure out the problems. Like, what are your problems with yourself? What do you dislike? Right. What do you want to achieve? What's holding you back? Those yeah, are the what things. Do, what do you, what can you like, fix? What can make you happier? You know, and it goes to my tools that I kind of think about because I can't just – there's the ones that you were talking about too, like you know, so what you surround yourself is big. But um, how do I say that? How, for example, how you treat others outside, like the people mm-hmm. that are in the world that you don't know on a daily routine, how you treat others is what you will naturally get back. What you expect from the world is what the world will expect back from you. So if mm-hmm. you're expecting this to go one way. The world and the God and whatever you you believe in is going to go, well, I'm expecting this from you. And it's all just positive, all positive thinking, mm-hmm. all positive thoughts, all positive Energy. from yeah. your heart. Yeah. And I kind of caught it yep. today where um, I helped a friend kind of look at a situation differently. And, for example, you know, in my mind I'm going, well, this is going to take some time out of my day. And this is going to take some energy from me because it does take energy. But I had a thought. It was so quick. And I went, you know what? But this is good. This is something that is being asked of me as a friend. Mm-hmm. I want to be there right. for that. I want to give my time and energy. And that's fair to, for, for him because he was there when I needed that. So right. there's little things that are so simple that we dismiss that how we treat anyone in the world, whether they're nasty to you and you go, it's all right. No problem. You know, peace be with you. Whatever you say, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe yeah, you, get light, you know, I, I was a typical driver that was like, what are you doing? Get out of my way. And I still catch myself. And then I'm like, you know what? Ho- hopefully, you know, yeah. you're safe when you can continue your day down the road. So sorry about that. 
Well, that's not always so easy. Again, we're human, you know. So you're not a bad person if you road rage a little here and there. But, I mean, the stuff you see on the news of road raging, that's unacceptable. You know, like it's not – cutting somebody off is not worth losing a life. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. And, you know, it's the world we live in. You know, uh, when you say um, who you surround yourself with, you said it before, I think, the last mm-hmm. episode. Um, I said it this picture, episode, too. Pic- picture, like, the the universe. Uh, the world we're in, the earth, right? I'm not saying that the earth is flat or round. I don't care. But um, picture mm-hmm. it as the car mm-hmm. and you're driving yeah. the car. You're in the driver's seat. Now, picture the the, wor- the people that you surround yourself with in the passenger seat, in the back seat, and around you. Honestly, you want the backseat driver, the typical one that's like, slow down, be careful, watch out, because they want you want them to care about you. You want them to teach mm-hmm. you things that you don't know or maybe you should know for example um you know nancy nancy for me she said things like you know you don't know what they're going through and i'm like yeah you know what now i feel bad and you're right and it made me think differently she was like slow down you never know when someone's walking and then i one day i slowed down and someone was actually walking i went oh my god so she taught me all these little things but you Mm -hmm. want someone in your seat next to you in life Mm -hmm. that's going to bring positive thoughts not someone who's like, yeah, man, sorry about that. She, you know, well, maybe it's going to turn around next time, different way, but whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah. You drop me off here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to get out here. <laughs> um, and you know what though? I mean, that's very true because you do, you have to surround yourself with, with positivity. And, you know, I mean, there are, <laughs> I've met so many people and I've had so many gems and words of wisdom in my life that maybe were not the most positive people. And I know that sounds contradictory, but you know, people do have good messages and maybe they're just not very good at executing it. You know, you've, you've ever been that person that's really good at giving advice and you're not good at taking it. You know, it's, it's just one of those things where you can talk about motivation and say, Oh, this is how you stay motivated. But really like, the reason I wanted to do this is because I am I'm really implementing a lot of, of, of this and have been for, for some time now in my life. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I have bad days. You know, everybody's going to. There isn't a single person, motivational speaker or not, that doesn't have those moments where they got to dig deep and pick themselves back up. And the point is, is right. when you are down, down, like down, you know, knocked down, kicked in the stomach while you're down, and then you can pick yourself back up, that's, that's motivation. That's, that's a passion and a drive, you know, because really the only thing standing between, like, your dreams and your goals and, and making that a reality is whether or not you make it happen. That's it. That's it. Whether you're going you're gonna to take action and make it happen. That's the only thing standing between these things that people look at as, oh, that's just a dream. That is never going to happen. Or this is a goal, but I don't think I can ever do it. That's you it's absolutely, that. It's absolutely knowing that everyone around you has had to get back up again, whether it be the next mm-hmm. day where they don't know how they're going to get their food. Listen, yeah. I might sound like someone on, on on blog talk radio podcast that seems, you know, uplifting, but my whole point is this, is that I, I consider like me I, and yourself, Maria, like I consider myself a spiritualist light worker, 
um, you know, when I can be a medium and there's times where someone steps up and I, I see them, I'll, I'll, you know, there's different times for everything. But mm-hmm. the whole point of this for me was upfront, raw, um, honest opinion and who I am yeah. and who's on the show. So by me talking and saying, like, I might sound one way, there was times where I had difficult times, whether it be me living on my own, my family had struggles, everyone should have struggles. And if you have a perfect life and you feel perfect, by all means, like I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. And, you know, keep it to yourself, whatever. But um, you aren't the <laughs> only one. We, there's, there's like, no. you know, and that's like an ego thing. To me, it's like we all have it. We, we come to life for a reason. We didn't right. come to show up just to be born. And this is the way the life is. And, no, we're we're all getting to the point where like there's a lot of spiritual people coming to surface. There's a lot of people coming up um, with their own opinions spiritually, not politically. Um, and we're realizing this. We're we're coming to face obstacles that we didn't face before. We didn't complete mm-hmm. them before, so we're back here again. Complete. That's my opinion. You know, I'm just sharing that. Yeah, um, definitely. So to and you know, know and be you know, aware that. Go ahead. What's that? To know and be no, aware of <laughs> these obstacles, it's like, all right, you know, yeah, you fell down again. You're stuck here. You don't know how to get out of this box now, but you know what you're appreciating. And little by little, you're clawing at the wall, like you're clawing out of this building. And as you're clawing or you're getting distracted, you're like, you know, I am grateful for these things, but I'm tired of this. And you're clawing more, right? I'm still grateful you know for this, what? but Hang you didn't on. realize you're adding more grateful things to it. I'm going to challenge you, though, to not use I don't the word but. <laughs> I'm challenging you. You're going to have to deal with it because I want you to try and, and say what you're saying without using the word but. Because you could say, you know, so I'm, I'm clawing at the walls. You know, everything is caving in around me. And I'm going to try and do better. Because if you say, but automatically, that means, but, you know, I might, I don't know, I'm going to see what I can do. You know, but you say, and <laughs> I'm going to fix it. Then automatically that right there doesn't have a negative connotation, right? And, and, but, I mean, there's a huge difference. And I'm going to work what on What I looked and at that from, from you saying, don't say that. What I heard and learned from you is that you're helping yourself illustrate a better picture. Because what I heard was more detail. More well, um, illustrate a better picture of the point that we're trying to make tonight. You mean, or just in no, no. For example, let me um. So what I was saying was, you know, you're clawing at the wall, you're grateful for these things, and then I said, but, but what I heard you Mm -hmm. is (laughs) now you got me (laughs) thinking about the word but. So how I learned from that was this: you're clawing at the wall. And you're trying to get out of it. You're trying to get out of this wall and this box that you're in emotionally and you're stressed out and aggravated. But you're writing down all your grateful things and you're, you're focusing on getting out of this box. So what right. do you do? You're looking at the side of this, the left hand going, you know what? I am so tired of this. I'm so tired of dealing with these problems. How do I get out of it? And then you keep clawing. You know, I'm grateful for this. And you don't realize that you're grateful for more things now. And little by mm-hmm. little, the things that you're tired of, you turn into a positive. And so what I just showed you without knowing is I told a greater story and illustration in your mind than saying, but. 
<laughs> and now you're going to think about it every time you say but. And honestly, it's amazing how different your sentence can sound. You're 100% right with what you said. And I love the fact that you said and more the second time around than but. <laughs> and I'm going to write no, this I'm, down. I'm actually it. glad I mean, that I, you said that and I listened to you and going, you know what? I don't know if she realizes this, but I'm listening to more of a story <laughs> that makes yeah. more detail. Because what what sure. actually happens is by saying but, it's kind of like me saying, uh, what am I saying next? Let me think. But I'm yeah. actually <laughs> allowing my mind <laughs> to continue going. Yep. And I'm actually allowing my mind to continue going. <laughs> I'm telling you, and that's, it's um, pretty wild. It's that strong. Is pretty wild. It's powerful. You know, it makes me think of when my friend, my friend Jose, he would tell mm-hmm. me something and I would say, but he was like, no, <laughs> I'm going, what do you mean? No? Yeah. He goes, no, no, but it's like, yep. he, he, by saying, but told him, I didn't get it. And I didn't understand it, which is true. But no, because I'm looking at something else, but it's an excuse, but I can't do it. But what about this? But I'm afraid I'm going to fail, but I already tried and I, I, you know, did it wrong or, uh, but you know, I have spoken in front of people before and I stuttered and forgot what I was saying. So, I mean, really, <laughs> if you if you try and implement, you know, just little things like that, just try it. I'm telling you, it's, it's a mind game. And really, we are our worst enemy. We are the ones, like I said before, standing in the way of good things, the things we want for ourselves. So... You know, just something little like that um, can make a huge difference in your life. You know, maybe maybe that will be one, one of your first goals on the list. Don't use the word but, you know, <laughs> because there are your excuses. <laughs> Don't use the word but. Try and use the word and because it will fit. It's interchangeable. And and is uh, going to – and and I believe that that's actually in a um, business – Gosh, the first time I heard somebody say that to me, it was actually my cousin and I were talking about it. We would do, um, we would take long trips when I was traveling for work and we would put in audio books a lot of time. Or when we were taking turns dri- driving, one of us would read, <clears throat> excuse me, while the other one was driving. And um, that was the first time I tried to implement that. And uh, it has stuck with me for years now. So now I hope it I hope it echoes in in your head as well, Joe. No, it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Hazling. <laughs> so um, here I got yeah. a motivational speech for you. Give it to me. It's not how you stand by your car; it's how you race your car. You better learn that. Right. I like it. Right. I like it. I like it. One of uh, one of my motivation mo- motivational speeches is uh, also from a movie, and it was um, Sylvester Stallone saying it. I know it's cliche and funny, but Are you talking when about, he's talking yeah, about, I, I know the thing you're talking about. It's it's not how hard you get hit. It's about uh, how many times. What is it? You can get hit and keep keep standing back up you know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about um now anyways and that's true because you know 
you, you get the point of what I'm trying to say. And I'm mad at myself for messing it up because I love it. I got so much motivation in my head tonight. I'm, uh, I'm interchanging them <laughs> with, my, uh, with other. My favorite quote, my favorite quote is something, and I say this because, you know, even online, you know, a long time ago, MySpace or whatever, it's like, what's your favorite quote? And I would come up with cheesy ones. But I don't remember a lot of things that, like, like if you ask me what my favorite band is, I don't know the answer because mm-hmm. I'm so um, into different things. But if you were to ask yep. me my favorite top three movies or my favorite quotes, I have one favorite quote, and I, I, it stuck with me for a reason. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. The one reason mm-hmm. why it's to me, and I, I will never forget it, is because they don't know who said it. It's anonymous. If you don't stand yeah. for something, meaning if you don't stand for yourself and what you should do or what you want to do in life, you'll fall for anyone, which means you'll fall for the people telling you, you can't do it. That doesn't make sense. Why would you do it? You shouldn't do that. Why? You know, everything that's against you, you'll stand for nothing if you don't stand for yourself. Yeah. You know, I, I actually, oh, you're going to be mad at me, but I'm pretty sure they do know who said that. No? Or no? They well, don't know where Ed Liquor is. <laughs> 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 and. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe not. Maybe, may, maybe, may, maybe that there are just people that have used it in their speeches because it's, yeah, Joe. Because it's so profound. So perhaps that's... That came out so fast that I couldn't even control yeah. it. He's like, well, maybe. We don't know on this show. Okay. We're going to leave that. And we're going to leave that there. Okay. You know, no. there's a couple of different things. But whatever motivates you, it could be any quote. But whatever it is in mm-hmm. life that sticks Pick out to one. you to finally go, you know what? I'm Pick tired of dealing with everyone's BS. I'm going to do yeah. what I want to do. And by all means, I'm not talking about doing negative stuff. It's very easy to go, is this a wrong thing to do? Yes, it is. So if that is, is that a quick answer, yes. it, it is a bad idea, then don't do if, it. If you have if to, ask, to like, it is. You know, if you're trying to buy a car or you're trying to, you know, get money to go to school or you're trying to become something bigger and you, you believe in yourself, then that is called motivation through, you know, trials of trying to be a better person. And, you know, the other thing, too, is I don't, know about you but there's little things that I didn't um I kind of didn't remember that my consciousness would always you know say and I would say kind of out loud but I would miss it and now I'm starting to focus more on the little things like little things such as what did you ask for your your wish on your birthday candle when you blew it out you know for years or Mm, um, oh my gosh what are the little things that you um you always say but you say it so much that you don't hear it. And it's like all these little things. And then I'm starting to catch them going, wait a second. I've been saying this for how long? <laughs> so, Yep. And it's yeah, more like it's the awakening, true. like you're, you're not this person anymore. So you're like kind of breaking the habit. You're breaking out of your shell. You're breaking out of the, uh, the crab shell or the, whatever maybe you're shedding. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's very true though. You know, I mean, <clears throat> I think that there are there are just a lot of really simple ways um, to to start to change your life to be more more positive. 
And, you know, I kind of want to go back to this because when you were talking earlier, um, you know, and you were saying, you know, I, I may sound one way on here, but I haven't always felt like this. And, you know, um, the same goes for me. Like I, I am a pretty strong minded, positive person. You know, I, I love to laugh. I love to smile, but I also, and there you go. See, but, but I also have a, a, a really like deep, I like to have a serious conversation. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not necessarily all about fun and games because I can get just as fulfilled from having a, a good, like objective debate, you know, a conversation about something as I can from laughing until I'm crying, you know, from, from hanging out with people or, you know, watching a funny movie. And, you know, that again goes to balance and, you know, from doing readings and, um, on the show or, you know, I know Joe, you do them in a few different places. And I know that I was nervous about doing it for a really long time. And now a lot more things are coming to me. And honestly, like it, it, it's very exhausting. And you and I were talking about this before the show, you know, to find the balance, to be able to be motivational and happy and, and a good, um, I don't want to say role model, but just a good vibe, like to have a good vibe coming from you, you have to be able to keep yourself motivated that the things that you want in life that make you happy or where you want to be um, are, are still important to you and you're making them important. Because if, if you're exhausted, I mean, you're not going to do good readings. You're not going to give people, you know, the, the reading that they are looking for because you're all over the place. You're thinking about bills and you're thinking about what am I going to do? You know, where am I going to go? Or so, you know, you have to be in a good place to be able to do stuff like that. And I do too. I mean, I told Mm -hmm. you this weekend, I, I sat down with a friend and we were drinking some coffee and catching up and laughing and then all of a sudden, you know, stuff just started coming out and we had a really like uh, emotional moment um, with some messages that came through for her. And, um, you know, it was really touching. I was really happy I could be a part of that for her. And, and then uh, we got right back into laughing and goofing off about stuff that wasn't so serious. And um, I love that too. So, you know, I I think that really just talking about motivation tonight and, and tools for staying motivated um, is, is what's going to keep you happier in general and in every aspect of your life. So I want to play this song real quick. I'm not going to play the whole thing. What do you got? We'll take like a minute, oh, is this a, a, miniature, is this a miniature break. Yeah. And then we're going to um, bring on a special guest after that. Oh yeah. Enjoy. Oh Yeah. Is it too loud? Is it too loud? You will not understand the power of your youth until they fade it. So trust me, in 20 years, you look back at photos of yourself, all in a way you can't grasp now how much possibility lay before you and how fabulous you really look. You are not as fat as you imagine. Don't worry about the future, or worry, but know that worrying effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. The real troubles in your life are apt to be things that never crossed your worried mind. Time that blindsides you at 4 p.m. on some idle Tuesday. 
Do one thing every day that scares you. Say, don't be reckless with other people's hearts. Don't put up with people who are reckless with yours. Floss. <laughs> okay. Take a race along. In the end, tell me what yourself. Remember compliments you receive. Forget the insults. If you succeed in doing this, tell me how. Keep your old love letters. Throw away your old bank statements. Stretch. Don't feel guilty if you don't know what you want to do with your life. The most interesting people I know didn't know at 22 what they wanted to do with their Some of the most important. Most still don't. Get plenty of counsel. Be kind to me. You miss them when they're gone. Maybe you'll marry. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll have children. Maybe you Force at 40. Maybe you'll dance the funky chip on your 75th wedding anniversary. Whatever you do, don't congratulate yourself too much. Or berate yourself either. Your choices are half chance. So are everybody else's. Enjoy your body. Use it every way you can. Don't be afraid of it or what other people think of it. It's the greatest instrument you'll ever own. Dance. Even if you have nowhere to do it but in your own lips. Read the directions. Even if you don't follow them. Do not read beauty magazines. They will only make you feel ugly. Get to know your parents. Yeah, my volume is messing up, but at the end it says, and don't forget to wear sunscreen. That's uh, Everybody's mm-hmm. Free to Wear Sunscreen by Baz mm-hmm. Lerman. But it's a, it's a cool actual song. It's talking about, you know, little mm-hmm. things in life that, you know, appreciate and don't, you know, get stuck. Yep. But our special guest is, uh, whether she knows it or not, is Shakti is on the line. <laughs> whether she knows it or not. <laughs> oh, she hung up. She's not there anymore. Hey, Rob, are you there? Is that you? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, we got another special guest. Robbie's on the line. Hey, I'm actually. How's at it going? House. You're actually where? What do you say? I'm actually. I'm actually over at Shockley. I don't know where she went. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. So I figured someone just. I saw you guys, but I figured, hey, why not? We'll we'll add someone to the uh, conversation of motivational tools. Oh. Um. <laughs> All right. How's it going? Well, it's going good. I was actually uh, doing research into something that Joe told me last night. Okay. When we were doing our podcast about um, mediums and everything, with mediums and psychics and everything like that. So. Mm-hmm. You know, well, mm-hmm. Robbie, what what um, recently, like, you don't have to explain everything, but what kind of, like, is, has been motivating you to do your research besides me, like Uh, not me motivating you, but what's been like the spark? Just that underlying feeling of, you know, there is something Shakti, he's on the line. (laughs) Like there's something underneath that is pushing you forward. Like the sense of you can do it. 
So okay, somewhere so along just following the line, like, you know, your, your gut, your soul purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, um, just, you're following your gut. What feels right? Yeah, it's like that thing inside that's like you know, you. It's always just reassurance underneath. Um, and a lot of it is coming from my ancestors and my spirit guides and everything like that that are there. But it's like, you know, you you don't know them, but they are motivating you to do everything that you can. Um, I personally use my past as motivation, you know, to achieve the most out of what I can every day. Sure. And you should. Because that's, again, learning from lessons that you've learned and we were talking about this earlier from maybe from a failure and then you're you're going to make it better for next time oh. hey mom what motivates you she's still figuring it out she's still multifaceted yeah those, those hey, are the Joe. right things right now hey Joe um, after the podcast I need to t- talk with you and your mom about something real fast. Because I have more information about the person we were talking about last night. Okay. Well, uh, we'll, we'll write it down. I'm not sure if she's going to be able to do it tonight or myself. I have to, like, kind of give myself a break from yesterday and the day before. Oh, yeah. No, I just wanted to fill you in on some things that I just found out today. So. Okay. It, it'll, make, it'll put everything and make more sense about it. You got it. You got it. So, what about that um that song? What do you think about it, Maria? I've actually heard it before, and uh, I I rather enjoy it because, you know, it's a little quirky. It's a little different. It's not a conventional uh, idea of motivational music, but the message is good. Has good substance, good content. Uh, All right, I got another I like surprise it. for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna let someone else take the hot seat of motivation, and their name is Shakti. <laughs> well, thank you for that introduction. Um, I uh, yes, I know my time is free since I have to work early in the AM. But um, we were listening, Robbie and I, we were listening to your broadcast um, as we were discussing some of the things that he probably wants to talk about with you. But anyway, he said motivation part two, and I was like, oh yes, I participated in motivation part one. <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. And when your caller talked about Rocky, um, I have to say the funniest thing happened two days ago where, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm a 1978 person, so I love the 80s and corny music is part of that. Um, And there's this, there's like a theme or whatever, and I forget which Rocky but the title is Hearts on Fire. And basically, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah, like, Joe wouldn't play it. Isn't Joe wouldn't play it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. So it, so was, it was me. It was me talking about Rocky. <laughs> okay. Well, the, well it, see, that's so funny because when I was, um, you know, I finally decided, all right, I want to put these, you know, curtains up in the kitchen, right? And I am like meeting with, you know, these frustrations, right? And they're like, oh my gosh, and the screw just fell. And, you know, most people are like, mm-hmm. oh, this and that and the other, you know, fuck about this, how am I going to do it, right? I'm done. And so I'm like, I'm wait a minute. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I, I say, wait a minute. So I put, seriously, it sounds so funny, but I put hearts on fire. <laughs> and I was <laughs> I like, I'm going to relax. I can do this. Right. And it's just listening to the song. It just, everything just, just vibed and went right through. And I put the brackets, you know, like on and did my thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it was really funny, but at the same time, really cool because the motivation just came from, from a song, you know, from, I guess, yeah. even part of what the movie tries to convey, you know, because mm-hmm. um, I believe that song was played where, like, there was a lot of snow, right? He was facing, yes. what's his name? Joe? Training. The big Russian mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, and he was training. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Russian guy has all this fancy equipment, and Rocky only has, you know, he's in the mountains, and he's using, like, logs and whatever, and then the sit-ups and running in the cold, you know, so... um. I'm like, wow, how about that for motivation? Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. that's pretty, it's just, it might sound silly, but it's pretty neat. So, uh, Well, because you can can pull motivation from anywhere, you know? That's how you pull motivation. And you know what? It's also part of something that Joe touched on before, and I don't know if it was motivation part one, um, but we were talking about um, that basically life is what you make of it and how we choose to react to situations and our emotions. And that is proof, uh, you know, of how that works because I could have chosen to give in to my frustration. And I'm telling you, it was a rocky situation where my right thumb, I got a nasty cut from like trying to put the, the screws in place and my skin being so dry and I, I work with computers too, but I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. I'm just going to put some tape on it and keep on going, you know, but I'm not complaining about it. It's just like, no, I'm going to get this done. It's like, I'm going to do it because I said to myself, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not a mathematical person, even though, you know, it's like, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a guy at the time, well, my boyfriend, you know, but you know what I mean? You know how to say like, oh, guys, you know, guys are the ones that are, you know, the repairman and whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was like, no, but I can do this, and I did it. I'm like, right. I'm gonna make sure it's flush, it doesn't look crooked, and I'm I'm just going to do what I want to do. And and that's it, you know. It's just affirmation. You put your mind right to it, and as silly as it sounds, that that song <laughs> playing in the background made all the difference because before I had nothing playing, it was like that silent. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, like just getting ready for my day, if it's not, you know, a podcast, uh, music really does set the the pace for me to have a good day. You know, I mean, honestly, motivator. It it evokes um, depending depending on what you listen to. I mean, what I was talking about earlier, Shakti, was that for myself, um, distractions were a big deal. The distractions kind of help me get to other distractions that help me get to my balance of energy. So the two things that I know that work for me and that I need to continue with because I stopped, it's like kind of like, oh, yeah, this is working. I don't need it. And then you realize, like, yeah, no, I need it. Um, like before I go to bed or on the way to work, I was listening to affirmations, and they sound so silly. Like people, that's why people are like, no, that's, you know, I don't need that. But it really is something else because you're listening to someone, whether it be a male or female, going like repeat after me the whole time like you can do it yeah i got this <laughs> you know <laughs> i am it is true you, but you it know, works i am strong right it does and then uh, it just put me in a good mood when i got to work because it's it's telling your brain repetitively you're breaking like this hypnosis that you were 
Exactly. It is. I suppose that that maybe that's the principle of uh, hypnosis, but you know, the more like you tell yourself something, obviously it's a simple principle. The more you're going to believe it. Very much yeah, like what you were saying. Um, it's like if you're conditioned to, you know, someone tells you you can't do it, you can't do it, you can't do it, then you're going to give that, um, you know, that energy, and you're going to hence believe that you can't, you know. Which which is Absolutely. exactly why earlier I was talking about in the show how. You know, I was challenging people to put motivational words, things that are positive around you. Stick them on the mirror in the bathroom. Stick them on the refrigerator. Stick them in your car. Put them everywhere because when you have positivity, like positive people, positive words around you, it's going to change. It's going to change your way of thinking. Instead of you know, I I kind of have an idea too. Like I would like to try in the future, like just like coming up with like quotes or things you would tell yourself and like laminate them. But when you're doing laundry and folding your like clothes, and stick them. them in the pocket. So that way no, you can, like, you get say when you're doing laundry, you say this too shall pass. Sorry. Look, <laughs> 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 like my wit just came to me. I was just being teased about not having enough wit at the right time. <laughs> well, well, yeah, it's like it's even those like quotes that are under like the bottle caps. Like uh, I forget what I think it was one of those those um, beers that you gave me for over Christmas that one time, Maria, like one of them was, it was a funky Buddha, but they had quotes under it. Mm-hmm. And it said, Lu- yeah, they Lucky always, uh, we drank those it, for it Christmas said what? too. It said what? Uh, yeah, you did? What did your message say? Mine was lucky you. So I'm like, that is pretty, yeah. pretty cool. That's cool. But, mm-hmm. Um, I actually still have it. I kept it because it's like, it's interesting, but I actually like, I want to do that now. Just come up with laminated like quotes and things to say for myself and be like, all right, what's the, what's the pocket say for today? <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta tell you, like I've, I've gone through so many notes, like post-it note pads. I just stick them everywhere. And I mean, it was, it was kind of insane for a while because like the whole refrigerator was like these neon green post-it notes and it was just like, <laughs> you can do it, That's you know, awesome. <laughs> you're doing you know, like motivated. I don't know why, but Whatever I, I kind of, yeah, <laughs> I kind of had this idea, right. Where I wanted, I don't know where, where it's going to go, but I want your, your thoughts on it too. For me, um, I brought back like this motivation of a long time ago. Like if you go on a date, and maybe life's not going the right way, and you're you're lonely. You're like, I need, I want to be with someone. And you go, you have a date plan, and all of a sudden you're really excited. All of a sudden, this motivation's coming out of nowhere to go on this date to be someone where you're trying to be with someone. And sometimes it could be, you know, for the wrong reason, where you're, then you're trying to motivate yourself to be what suits for them. Um, and I think it's a good example because I, I wasn't sure where it was going, but my opinion is that if you're going to be motivated to suit someone for a different purpose, you're not your authentic self, but you should motivate yourself uh, to find your true self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Um, wow. No, that I, yes, that it's crazy. You say that because in um, the conversation that Robbie and I were having earlier, one of the things I told him is if I was talking to my younger self um, as I am right now, I would tell myself, you know, um, you cannot expect to give others what you cannot give to yourself. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, hey, the notion that Prince Charming exists and he will rescue you is a horrible thing to tell any any females, any, you know, any girls in training to become women. Bequeenness is our own responsibility, not anyone else's. And, you know, like just to, to know that and keep it in mind, it makes you know, all the difference. I just had this crazy um... – this crazy, I don't know where these are coming from, but do you remember when Shia LaBeouf put himself out, out in the world and just sat in a chair and people were like, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? And they're like trying to get, like figure him out. And some people were mean to him. Mm-mm. Well, he put himself out there a long time ago. I forget where it was. And I think he put a sign up, like, I'm sorry. Or I forget exactly what it was, but I had this moment where okay. before I thought about that, I was thinking about, you know, the best possible way to really, like, find your authentic self, too, is just putting yourself out there for people to just, like, basically, like, you are now in life. People, you're putting yourself out there in life now. People are judging you. People are telling you what yep. not to do. People are telling you what, what to, they think of you. All this stuff. Now, eventually, you're, you're going to start to get upset. You're going to start to, like, if, even if it's, like, a consistent amount. Like, this guy, Shia LaBeouf, put himself out out of nowhere. And he took it from, like, all these people lined up, whether they're telling him, are you okay, what's wrong, or what the f- is wrong with you? Um, right. And eventually wow. it breaks you down Pretty to the, your huge walls. Like, you know, you get sick of it, your emotions build up, you're sad, and then you want to fight. Like, you want to fight mm-hmm. for your, yourself. You're tired of hearing what people have to say about you or for you or make your decisions for you, so you have to stand up for yourself. And I didn't know what the guy did for until now, I think. Maybe that's it, but that's honestly another way of looking at it. Like, are you tired of dealing with other people's judgment of you and how you, how to live your life? Oh, it's crazy how you say this. I'm going to interrupt you right here because um, last night there was a card that was stuck to our, our car and it said, and I took a picture of it. Uh, coincidentally, we went to, to Total Wine which is uh, a big store here in Delaware that, you know, they sell, um, like, liquor and they sell beers, right? So Mm -hmm. I have to give that as part of the the story just to see if anyone has any uh, opinions or, you know, if anyone thinks that this might be true because we went to the liquor store. Um, There was a laminated card, like an index card, the size of an index card, stuck to the windshield wiper that says warning quotation quotation warning quotation quotation all in red letters everything is written in red letters the end is near quotation quotation right Jesus is coming another quotation get ready and stay ready quotation and then there's like a cross Repent and repent mm. is written in like bold and you know big and bold letters and quotation repent and then another big mm. bold quotation repent and be and then saved it's also emphasized but not in bold so uh, and then uh, um, okay good next to the cross there's a Bible and then it says hedges and highway ministries so I was really laughing. You know, I don't know. I mean, that was just kind of crazy to come to, you know, a car and find something like this. 
at well, the same time, I'm like, I, is this some kind of cosmic joke, or is there really some truth behind it? However, even though this is telling me that I will go to hell or whatever, you know, well, not really, but you know, it, that's they're using fear to manipulate people through this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I I know in my heart it's not true, but I can only imagine what this a card like this would do to someone that is religiously conflicted like this is horrible well what you made me think of was um when not too long ago when me and you talked um on the side and i was like you know i feel crazy because i keep seeing this and it doesn't make sense and it's like why are all these things connecting and it had to do like you know i personally look i'm a spiritual person it doesn't mean anything I personally felt like I saw Jesus at church one day for a certain reason, mm-hmm. and that's how it was. And it, came, it was a beautiful message, whether you know other people believe that or not. No, but I, even, I, I wholeheartedly believe it. No but in my sense. opinion, no, I get it. But um, you don't have to. In 2019, everyone thinks like you have to stay with what you've followed so far, and I am. But the, right. the thing is, I'm so diverse that. I'm bringing in more knowledge of different aspects that are still corresponding to what my belief is. And that's still good. But what I wanted to tell you is um, during that time, I was like going through my, I want to call it awakening. Um, I was getting all this other information too. So I was like, why am I being pulled back to Jesus? And then why am I being pulled to Buddhism? And then, so what I realized, yeah, yeah, and um, I think Mar- Maria knows too, is that I actually took a step back because I wanted to do more more of the blog. But I was like, I can't, how am I going to do the blog if I don't know what the hell's going on? <laughs> so <laughs> I looked back at the, uh, the episodes that we did start doing, and I was basically kind of like, like I felt like I had this mission. And then I kind of looked at it and went, well, I, I feel like I have a sole purpose, but that's not what I want to do. I don't want to just feel like I have a mission to, to quit my job or do whatever and stay at home and not worry about money, but spread the word. And I think it's a great thing to do. Exactly. I think you can get lost it's, in something that, um, uh, I guess was more of like a wicked, like you got, you know, when your phone upgrades to the, the software, but then your yeah, phone shuts yeah, off yeah. and it didn't download the whole software, but now it's stuck on lo- the Beautiful logo now, screen. Yeah. I, that's what I feel like <laughs> that, that would be like, kind of like you're stuck now. Um, spreading the word, but you didn't get the whole message. <laughs> right. Well, yep. I think maybe you need a reboot or a restart, and that will take care of it. You know? Um, yeah, right? I also believe exactly in what you're saying, um, spreading the word, which is um, what, you know, my uh, life path number 11 tells me. You know, it's like I'm a prophet, and I have to do that. I have to spread the word regardless of whoever believes it or not, and whoever wants to jump on that train, hey, it's still here. It's not leaving to anyone that is willing to listen. And, um, right. and, you know, yeah, it's just, to me, it's, it's, it's become a lot simpler than what it used to be when I did not have the consciousness that I have now, you know, consciousness, obviously right. forever evolving and it's always an ongoing process, but, you know, um, but yes, I'm, I'm right there with you, Joe. I have to say, um, that I'm like trying to put it on like, like a, an outline form. Um, I have, you know, a Latin culture, Hispanic background, you know, both my mother's from Venezuela, my father's from Spain. So I was exposed to South American, European cultures, but both are, you know, strongly Catholic. Okay. Um, now it just so happens that my parents are very spiritual. They are spiritual people. 
and uh, they're into Hinduism, Buddhism. And hence why my name is Shakti Ananda. It is Sanskrit. So every time that you say it, it's like you're reciting the mantra. You say Shakti. Hence, you're putting forth the energy of that mantra out so that it comes back. And they gave me the Mm. name to protect me because they knew that I had a strong mission. And Mm. when I was little, I hated my name because no no one could pronounce it. And later on, Mm. I was like, wow, that is such an incredible gift that my parents gave me. And now, at my age of 40, I think, it, I mean, it is the most beautiful gift they could have given me. And I love my name and I've embraced it. You know what I mean? So, but, um, but yes, in the, in the Catholic religion, you know, it's, it's just, I'm not a Catholic. I hold Catholic principles, but, um, you know, I'm mostly like you. Um, so I, I relate to the Buddhists and you know, Hindu principles, and uh, I did see, I did see and feel Jesus Christ in my heart. It's funny because I will tell people straight up, I, I am not religiously conflicted. I honestly believe that Jesus was and is the Son of God. I mean, so are all of us, but He came here to give us a chance. And I am of the train of thought that the rapture might come or whatever, because you know what? I mean, look what happened. Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Jesus died mm-hmm. for our sins, quote unquote. But look what look what we're doing. Um, yeah. In the news, you, you know see that, babies um... being babies being burnt. You know, like how horrendous is that? Like we basically, in other words, did not uh, take advantage of the chance that we were given, and we are ungrateful. You know, as a whole, I'm saying. You know, uh, so hence That's why a... we have attracted all this. Not to lose my um, my train of thought, because I want to add to that. Not that mm-hmm. this is something I'm saying believe in, but they say that the the real books of the Bible were lost because of the like, you know the true story. And from what I learned, uh-huh. Jesus they actually was um, was originally um, a different in a different religion, like like Buddhist or Hindu. I forget what it was. It was different. Yeah. It was a different religion. It wasn't Catholic. But his whole point was to actually no. show like God is within us. And that was his whole purpose of, oh you know, sacrificing exactly. himself. Like, you know, God is within us. We can still talk exactly. to God. Exactly. And what I what I wanted to kind of connect with you on my opinion of what you're saying is I agree with you. But since, like, I, I just thought about it now. Historically, like, everyone wanted to be, like, the next leader. They wanted to be the next Jesus. They wanted to be the next. Right. I've got the, whether it be right or wrong, for historical reasons. But now in 2019, everyone has an opinion, which is great. I have an opinion, you do. But it's one thing for me, you, and Maria to, you know, talk on the phone about it over the blog versus being rude about it on Facebook and, like, this is what it is. Wake up. Correct. This is what you have to do. Right. I'm not like, you like the do. card I received. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, but um, I, I wholeheartedly agree, and I truly felt Jesus Christ in my heart. Like the Sacred Hearts, I'm very devout of the saints, especially St. Michael, because I have felt and seen their power, I guess you're going to call it whatever, in action. I have, and I have had St. Michael rid me from evil, and I have felt the power of Jesus Christ in my heart through very deep meditation. Um, And so, you know, yeah. Yeah, it, it was. Um, it, it's really. It's awesome. It's beautiful. You know. It all. It all just comes um, down to being humble, being a positive person, 
giving giving from your heart. It doesn't really come down to like spreading the word on someone's windshield. Like you know, you got to be saved. Like you know, it's religion should be open-minded, which is I respect. Like they're still doing that. It's fine. Do it. Um, I just feel like but, we can't talk to certain people, which is kind of kind of sucks because you can't talk about opinions. Yeah. Someone has to be yeah. right, which I don't feel that way. And you know what, Joe? And I'm sorry to interrupt you because there's so many messages not coming through for you. It's crazy. It's like whoosh, whoosh. I'm like, wait, everybody just, uh. Um, It's like, you know, you're so vibing so powerfully right now. And uh, first of all, I have to say, you know, you're right on the path. I just feel, you know, like affirmation for you, Um, especially, I think, I'm not saying, you know, no one is better than anyone, you know, but I think that those of us who are truly humble and surrender to the message of Jesus Christ, which is love and humility, will be able to channel into him a lot easier. And I feel that you have, and so you have the same mission of, you know, spreading the word, you know, and and prophecy and fulfilling and everything. And it's really beautiful because I feel that same way too. So uh, if that serves as affirmation of, hey, you know what? And I tell people, I'm going to have a degree, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, fucking PhD. And I'm sorry, yeah, I'm like, (laughs) yes, no filter. And people think that their sense of self-worth is that entire degree. I have my degree hanging on the wall. Okay, you know what's going to happen? So here comes a rapture. What do you take with you? And I said that on motivation part one, the bonds that you make with you. So you, Maria, and I talking right now, that permeates throughout eternity. It is a moment in time. Mm-hmm. It's like a signature. We are all here right now, and it is a blessing, and it is, you know what I mean? And, yes, I, I'm like, I can get really intricately deep like that, and that's, it's sort of like I feel like that's the, um, you know, the message, the embodiment of, of Jesus speaking You know, at this I don't know where this came from, but in my mind, I want to I explain this and then kind of go back to something else. The rapture is every day. The, you know, repenting is every day. That's kind of like going, who am I? How am I treating the world? What, how can I treat myself and others better? How can I look at the situation of, you know, I want to get to this better career and it's having a hard time. Instead of looking at it that way, you kind of have to start with yourself. So the rapture wow. means like, it's every day. That how is... are you treating yourself? Wow. Thank you, others? Joe. That is, that is it. That is, that is. Yes, that is cosmic truth, you know. Yeah, you are you are for, right on. And I want to ask you your opinion. Um, so okay. when I was younger, okay. I knew that there was a bigger picture. Oh, thank you, by the way, for saying that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> there was a bigger picture. And then I kind of learned about my spiritual guide. And then as I'm learning, you know, the person teaching me, my mentor, was like, you know, when you were a kid, do you remember this? And I was like, oh, yeah, I do. I do remember that. It was kind of like, you know, my spiritual guide stood by the door to protect me, but it was just more like letting me know that not to be – it was kind of like little things I remembered personally. So mm-hmm. the, the things to do are also like not – it's not always on Google, but I'm thinking to myself, why <laughs> – the, the big picture, like, all right, why is there spiritual guides? And then I'm going, you know, why are these, these other things there? How does God play into this? 
I know that there's wow. a big purpose. I know that I came here. So my thing was big questions, and there's always going to be big yeah. questions. We don't need to know the answers until <laughs> we're done done, you know? But, um, you know what that reminds me of? And, Joe, I'm sorry. I mean, I think we're all, like, you're vibing. I, I feel you're excited, like a kid in a candy shop. And so do I. It's like, what? I, I am, because before this, I didn't know where the conversation was going to come from, and now it's like, boom, boom, boom. It, yeah. It's the manifestation of the sacred heart. And um, there's a quote, yeah. I don't know if you are familiar with the Vampire Chronicles. Uh, and I love it. I love um, interview with a vampire, right? And especially in the movie, so Antonio Banderas plays uh, Armand, the oldest vampire, right? So one quote always stuck to, you know, to, to me for the whole thing. And Everybody wanted to know how they became a vampire, blah, 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 right? And I, I have quoted Louis as far as my depression goes, right? But I'm going to quote Armand because, you know, at one point Louis like, blah, blah, this and that. And then Armand says, well, you have not asked the right questions. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So, it, it you know, it was like, wow, it's a very powerful thing. So um, I agree. I think the the whole um the rapture is every day is uh incredible it's right on because you know you are right um and I mean who knows and and every day we have to it's almost like every day we have to make a count so you know quote you know mm-hmm. Jack Dawson and every day every day is a new opportunity every day is a new awakening every day is you know um and every day is how you choose to react, like like me with those stinking curtains. And every time I come to see my beautiful work, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, like, wow. And, I, and I'm so grateful because I did not give up. Um, but, you know, uh, much the same way, it's, I think, faith works in the same in the same manner. And I choose, you know, to not give up on what I feel that is true in my heart. I feel Jesus well, I mean, gave us a chance, you know. You know, we're all we're all tested in different ways every day. And just, you know, maybe the curtains that night, that was that was your test just to mm-hmm. see. And and honestly, I mean, that kind of ties in with patience because mm-hmm. I believe patience is something that we <laughs> it is a we, <laughs> we 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 learn well we learn it forever you don't ever stop <laughs> learning patience that's not something you master no. and you go okay i nailed that one on to the next thing patience is not yeah. something you can conquer <laughs> so, no i agree so, it's what a... they say, we're we're souls in a human body <laughs> yeah and in yeah, a way are... we are enslaved to the physical matter yes the physical form you know what because oh i'm just oh i'm like so far right now, I don't even know how to express what I'm feeling in words. Uh, it's amazing because I think it's both of your output giving me this this information um, and the Sacred Heart too, you know, and Jesus. But we, I think, we're so limited in a way by our physical bodies in this mm-hmm. dimension right here, right now. In a way, that's not to say that we can't, like, you know, uh, fulfill our mission. Right. And I, first of all, I have to thank Jesus Christ and the higher power for bringing us together right now to exchange this knowledge and this consciousness because it's very few of us that are, you know, walking the earth 
being saviors and spreading the word. Um, so, and I mean, that like, everyone is receptive. For me, it's kind of like, it's all a part of me. I'm grateful for my spiritual guides. I'm grateful for my ancestors. I'm grateful for, you know, Jesus, because Catholic, mm-hmm. Catholic was still a part of it. Then there's my religious aspect, but it's kind of like, in my opinion, it's like there's so much more that is around us as well as Jesus and all that stuff. So it's kind of hard to, I don't know, even saying it, I don't know how to say it. I don't want it to come off wrong. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. But, well, just say it however it, you know, it comes out, and then we can help you, to, mm-hmm. you know, translate. <laughs> it's just say the well, same thing us. I'm feeling. You know what, Joe? That is Jesus Christ. He's 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 making us feel so elated and so excited to spread the word of love and enlightenment that we're like, Ooh, I don't know how to say this. You just said the same thing I said. <laughs> that's true. That's true. so incredible. I'm like, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So I mean. Um, just being open-minded, really. That's what he did. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna sacrifice myself, but I'm gonna show you like God's within us. And that's what he did. I mean, then he rose again. Then yeah. I'm gonna get deep on you again. No pun intended. But let's take it back to what you say. What you said before: the rapture is every day, right? So when he mm-hmm. says, "I am going to sacrifice myself to give this to you," we sacrifice ourselves. Um, you know, in relationships with the people that we love. Um, you know what I mean? We choose to do that. Um, love is a sacrifice uh, in a way. You know, I have one of my dear psychics tell me that. And I was like, wow. And she's really heavily Catholic. She's from New Mexico. And I adore her, you know. And sometimes she's gotten upset with me because of whatever. Anyway, but there's some truth to what she's saying. Um and you know what she said to me one time in a reading? She said, well, what do you want to do? She's like, you know, do you want to just go on or do you want to choose love and sacrifice yourself for the sake of love? She's like, you know how many women put up with men cheating on them and blah, blah, blah? And no. And it, but and I was like, wait, what? I would never tolerate cheating. You know what I mean? But then I started listening to her. She's like, love is sacrifice. You know, love requires a certain level and she's like you know um people hanging there no one is perfect and you know and and that's the problem that people think you know they oh my facebook status i'm married and doing this i show everything the wedding the you know whatever but when it comes to the end of the day they cannot hack it because there is no true connection there and what you know whatever it's all about the labels and it anyway mm-hmm. not to get distracted from the, the point of jesus christ um and you know she she said think of jesus and immediately i was like <gasps> you know my heart you know he's like he sacrificed himself for us that is the most incredible act of love that we can show or do for anyone and I was like wow uh, now that's not to say tolerate abuse not mind you right <laughs> but right. definitely not it just it makes you it makes you think you know no, um, that's true to put it into perspective I mean there's give mm-hmm. and take it's not always yeah. going to be comfortable and everybody's different 
And, uh, you're not always going to see eye to eye and you're not always going to, you know, I mean, something simple, want to, want to go the same places or, you know, uh, it's, eat the yeah. same foods, but you know, you have to, you kind of have to, if you just for somebody else's happiness, sacrifice your, your okay. own, just don't be, you know, and, and that kind of ties them not being selfish, you know, for your own needs, because it's not always about you about you and most people because of social conditioning make it about themselves especially in the culture of the usfa they're all about being individualism i had this um i had this thought the other day i kind of forgot about it and it came back up in my mind while we're you know listening (laughs) and talking is that um the thought was um coexisting right um Coexisting is just simply accepting each other for each other's beliefs, who we are, yeah. not pushing what our beliefs are down each other's throat. Now, what I'm, what I'm not saying that in a bad way. Where I'm going with that is this. Um, with that alone, I just had it in my mind. It was gone. With that It'll alone, come the, back. The coex- it's very powerful. Yeah. It was like I just I literally had it in my mind, and I was like, oh, no, what happened? Um, no, Joe, don't be like me. It happens to me all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, let me so say something that could ha- Okay, I don't know. If, um, if you look at <laughs> Buddhism here. and Buddha, Buddha had different uh-huh. times of his life and different versions of to explain who he was. Buddha um, uh-huh. was told that he, he had a, you know, was a prince and that if he left the, the, you know, his home, he would have no, um, no help. So, mm-hmm. you know, he stayed, he got married, he had his kids, I don't know the whole story, but eventually he wound up leaving. And by leaving, he witnessed people that were dying and people that were sick, but they were smiling. And then he started all these questions like, how did they know this, but they're still happy <laughs> and they're poor? And he, that's how he started his journey. So keeping yourself open-minded. Oh. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing was this, where I wanted to go with it. Every religion talks about yes. the same things. Mm-hmm. Be humble. Same be kind to one another. Same Don't mm-hmm. disrespect this and that. It might, it might be little different things because the religion is specific on certain things that are sacred, whatever it may be. But all it comes down to is with every, there's Jesus and everyone, all of us. We all have different things that are same. We're humans. Just treat each other kindly, with respect, have faith, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Coexisting. That's really what it comes down to. And two well, other know, things I'm going to add to, unless, you know, Maria, you can. Well, what I, I mean was going to say you know. was we were talking earlier about, um, you know, being selfish before Joe started talking. And, you know, <laughs> being selfish has a negative connotation. And I'm saying, you know, it's not always mm-hmm. about you, but there is also nothing wrong with putting yourself first sometimes. There's, there's going to be a, there has to be a fine balance in, in sacrifice and, you know, being selfish and being humble because I mean, you know, sometimes in order to get to your goals, you do have Mm -hmm. to sacrifice things that you want or maybe places you want to go to do things. And, and, you know, that kind of, it's a different way of looking at sacrifice. So it's not quite so negative because you have to do it in order to get where you want to be. So exactly, but that doesn't mean you have to hurt anybody to get there. It just means that right. sometimes you, know, you you do have to stay 
grounded and stay focused like we talked about earlier. But when I say, you know, it keeps you, keeps you humble. And I told you one of my favorite things to say earlier in the show is to stay hungry and stay foolish, stay humble, stay hungry, stay foolish, because that's really the only thing that's going to get you, get you through with, you know, and that ties in with everything, your spirituality, just life in general, uh, things that you're going to face in your career. Um, you know, you just have to find a balance. Balance is, is key. So I'm, I'm going to say something very off topic, but I find myself <laughs> writing in this be- with this beautiful fountain pen. Do you have beautiful cursive writing? It's almost like like calligraphy. Oh, that's nice. Oh, calligraphy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love calligraphy. Okay. I can't write in calligraphy, <laughs> but I want to learn. But you love it. That's the term I picked up. Mm-hmm. It's Mm-hmm. Crazy. Okay. All right. Oh. All right. We are connected. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been okay. been writing the whole time over here too. Oh my gosh! Because I am doing the same too, and I'm writing in cursive. But calligraphy yeah, is very strongly, and I'm excited yeah. because okay, so um, I'm trying not to forget the points that I wanted to make. Well, first of all, one of the things that I do remember, and mind you guys, you know, Joe, you know why we lose train of thought? It's interference. Uh, by yeah, by everything. <laughs> yes, and it's like, ooh, they're picking up on this. Don't you dare say it. Oh, so, squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just thinking of something else. <laughs> pick no, it wait, up, but I want to see this. Oh, wait, wait, but this is more important. Wait, but I might not get a chance to tell you. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's just like what bothers me. What bothers me is this: if you if you meet someone that's um, at your new job or you're going to a new job, and um, you know that they're they're Catholic and I'm spiritual, but I'm, I'm I have a Catholic background. In my opinion, if you know right away, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't talk to them about it because that's not the right way to do it. If you, I'm going to say. Like, and I'm the type of person that's like, you know, let's let's talk about it. I'll, I'll talk about my opinion, but I'm not going to say, like, I'm right or you're right or I'm wrong or you're wrong. We're both kind of different people. But if I, I feel like mm-hmm. if the other person can't talk to you or you can't talk to them because this is the only way, this is the way it has to be, no, 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 that's wrong. And I'll give you an example. Let me I kind tell of you. Feel like, uh, <clears throat> I'll give this is a quick Before story. I, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, before I forget, because I'm going to forget. This is very, okay, like, sorry. all all roads. All, no, no, don't be sorry, I'm like, I'm sorry to interrupt you. We, yes, all roads lead to Rome, you know, and there is definitely a direct connection with the higher power without any kind of religious label. Um, and it's much of what you're touching on, which I, I'm kind of, you know, like, it's fading in and out, but... Um, like, say, for example, in Hinduism, Shakti is the female aspect of God. She's the mother and the creator. Now, Shakti has many personifications, so sort of like the saints. Or no, not even the saints, like Mother Mary, right, which I'm very devout of, uh, the virgin of the mystic rose. So Mary has personifications, La Virgen of Guadalupe, the, the virgin of, they call her the Dolorosa, the Milagrosa, you know, and people pray to the different personifications of her, right? The different stages, you know. And mm-hmm. So I think that's a very important thing to know as far as 
what we were talking about. And, yeah, there's definitely right now there's a lot of interference. Um, as far as what Mary was saying, it is not selfish of us to take care of ourselves because if we don't, then we cannot take care of others. You know, so that that is definitely mm-hmm. right on. Um, and, um, God, that's why I'm like, Joe's going to fade away. And, no, I'm sorry. I'm just like, <laughs> it is. No, um, I want to share I think a story I'm someone's here for your mom again, the the woman. Sorry, you can keep talking. She's kind of here, but oh, okay. seriously, Maria, what I heard, and every time I say Maria, I think West Side Story. I uh, you talking about my mom or are you talking about Maria? Maria, well, your mom. Oh no, she's not on the on the she's she's in the garage. Wrong, right Maria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Well, or you know, the Maria that I'm picking up calligraphy from, and she doodles. My mom does little doodles. Yes. Okay. No. No. The, it's this Maria. No. 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 This Maria. <laughs> oh, okay. That's with us right no, that's now. That's right. Yeah. Um. And calligraphy is the first thing that I pick up, and her writing, and it's beautiful, and it, she's very self. Don't be judgmental. It's a gorgeous handwriting. I'm like, do you want to come here and write for me? You know, <laughs> I no, I, I will I, cook no, for I, you in exchange. You know, I <laughs> no, yeah, it's a, I yeah. um, I'm very uh, artistic. I actually do a lot of painting and building, and uh, so oh, no, that's yeah. that's not that's not weird for me. I mean, I've I've tried to teach myself to do better, um, but you know that you that's are, part of. Part of my goals is I always want to do you, better. Yeah. <laughs> no, you are self-taught and know that, uh, you know, it's just like what I was saying. Uh, you, I, you, I want to do better. I know what the type of person that I am. Um, I'm kind of, you know, like I can, I, I, I was in the shoes of, uh, you know, Bourdain and uh, Robin Williams, and we did talk about this on part one. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I was like, nope. You know, life is what you make of it. So, so no, I'm going to rise up and I'm going to be that rocky, you know, hearts on fire. <laughs> and I love that as corny as that is, but there's a strong message behind it. So, it's again, life is what we make of it. You know? True. Now, one thing um, you, didn't, mm-hmm. you didn't hear from the beginning of the show, and I would kind of be interested <laughs> to hear your initial um, response is when we were kicking off the show, I said to uh, Joe, you know, this this episode is supposed to be about tools of how to stay motivated. And I said, one of your best tools, the best tool to learn from that you're you're ever going to have to stay motivated is failure. And I I wanted to know Mm. what your initial reaction on that is. Yes, absolutely. Because as the Buddha would say, or as Thich Nhat Hanh, and I adore him. He's a Buddhist. He says, you know, a lot of stuff that in order to know happiness, obviously we must know failure or else mm-hmm. we will not know what it is, period. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I tell my son this, my almost 11-year son this, um, like tonight, for example. And please, you know, because I have ADD, I will get off on a tantrum <laughs> and all this. Seriously, so... He is upset because he gave me $20 cash to deposit into my account so that I could pay it with my card on his Fortnite account for mm-hmm. V-Box, whatever the, you know. And the thing is, I'm trying to teach him a lesson. 
I have his $20. But he's so instant gratification because his paternal grandmother has taught him that and has, and I'm going to say, yes, she has fucked him up in some ways that I'm trying to correct. She has given him the message that, oh, what do you need? You get it. Whatever you need, you have, you know, and Mm -hmm. I'm teaching him, excuse me, be grateful for what you have and know that you're not always going to get what you want. So I wanted him to feel exactly. And even though, and I'm a big time gamer. I hear him like, (laughs) oh, he won. He must be a cheater, whatever, whatever the term is. And I'm like, okay. And I made him get off. Like I'm like, why is he a cheater? I'm like, why do you have to lose so ungracefully? And exactly. Hmm? Different times of like my growing up, I'm still growing up, but different times when I was like, I heard those things and I didn't get it. Me too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, like, the Buddhism thing keeps coming to me. Like, it's all, it's just, I mm-hmm. love it because, not to say, like, I was a prince, but he, he he left the castle, right? And he had to witness things on his own to go, mm-hmm. oh, oh. So I feel like I'm going through all these obstacles to go, oh, wow. Oh, and that's when I really went, but, I, I should be grateful. Yeah, I should be grateful for this. But you know I that the Buddha... I'm sorry. I'm so excited. You know that Buddha is just like Jesus. It's the same yeah, yeah. thing. He is Jesus. We can all embody that personification. And I'm just so excited that I've, you know, the only other person, Joe, besides you, that I've ever, 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 and I, I'm not kidding, um, Jesus so easily approach you know he's but it's just like Armand you have not asked the right questions Um, most people deny him they question him and um, Mm -hmm. it is very rare when you hear someone that says that Jesus has come to them you are the second person Mm -hmm. other than my brother and me and you know Maria I believe you know that she has also experienced that and you know that's why we're talking about it and well, this is what it comes down yeah. to, like your third eye, your third eye opening. Like, it doesn't have to be like I was raised Catholic. I still have Catholic parts of me, but I'm also, you know, exactly. spiritual. And I'm also in Santeria and also, so you don't have to be just Catholic. And you know, when people say they yep. see Jesus, it's not like you you can't. It's more or less being open minded yeah. and just letting your eye, your third eye kind of like open to that realm. Um. I mean, it is easy well, to talk yeah. your own mind, well, but things kind of be created. But no, whereas so I excited about this conversation. Uh, whereas I agree with you, I can also I can also tell you that there are a lot of um, Catholics that w- would disagree with that. Um, oh, of course. You know, you, I, I mean, you but, know. Oh, I'm having such an, an amazing output for both, all of us. It's incredible. I'm sorry, Maria, but when you said that, when my grandmother died, Catholic, um, mm-hmm. which my grandmother came through um, very strongly. And so anyway, during her service, in and it, this was many years ago in Venezuela, you know, the Catholic priest said, and in Espanol, okay. he's like, because... Anyone that believes in reincarnation will be condemned to hell. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like 21, whatever, 22. I was like, what the hell in my mind? And I felt like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, <laughs> down, like, you know, what? <laughs> I, I, 
do not agree. And that was affirmation for me. So it goes with a failure thing. You know what? You're manipulating the masses through fear. And, you know, we're taught that failure is a bad thing. Failure goes hand in hand with winning. We don't know that. We're not going to treasure the winning. Again, Rocky. Oh, that is an amazing, I mean, that is a perfect, Rocky is a most perfect example. Well, I mean, the (laughs) other thing, too, is just, just, just the fear of failure motivates you to try harder and do better as well. Exactly. So, I mean, it's not, you know, it's, well, it's you so know. We're, 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 do you choose to view it as motivation, not as a mm-hmm. put down. Oh, that's, yeah. oh, that's it. That's it. You're right. Motivation the first right thing there. That Maria's um, first tool of explanation was fear. And it's like the fear of mm-hmm. the unknown. So if I'm telling you and whether, you know, if I see Jesus mm-hmm. or not, it's like, you're fearing the unknown for this person that you're like, nah, you're crazy. That's it. So <laughs> to be, to let go of fear in numerous ways is part of like, yeah, the I biggest mean, obstacle. You have yeah, to. And fear, and acts, then... fear acts as a defense mechanism. And again, I'm sorry, Mary, I'm, I'm interrupting you, but I'm so no, excited okay. because it, uh, fear acts as defense mechanism, but at the same time, it's like that fire under your ass. And I, I found myself mm-hmm. saying this three times today. And I love it. When I heard her say Rocky, I I immediately went back to Hearts on Fire. I was like, what? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm like, no, I have to go in and say this because um, it, that is exactly it. So we can choose to, you know, surrender to the conditioning of whatever they tell us, you can't do any better. You can't find Jesus unless, you know, whatever, God. Or, you know what? I do not believe well, in confessing my sins to a priest because it could be the best. I mean, I could be the best actress ever and say, oh, I repent. And then I turn around and I kill. And then I'm absolved again? Oh, uh, you what can say. People, people can say whatever, whatever they want to say. That doesn't necessarily mean anything because it's all about your actions. Your actions are going to speak much louder than your Maria, words. Maria, do you have a dog? I'm I sorry. Do. Let me pick oh, I'm picking she's, up on you so strongly, calligraphy dog. Okay. <laughs> she, she's, she, my dog is my heart. Lab? Labrador? Golden? She's black. She's a big bear. She's a Bernice mountain dog. So did you mean to get something like a Labrador and then you ended up with her? Maybe that's... I, I grew I'm up with both retrievers. That's okay. I'm picking up them really and, strongly and you, for some reason. You, you, you want to know what's funny? Is the, the Goldens that I grew up with, uh, the father's name was Rocky and the son's name was Apollo. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Oh, wow. Apollo mm-hmm. Creed. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hearts on fire again. It's so funny because I, mm-hmm. I texted Joe. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> no, like, no, no, hearts on fire, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I'm feeling a lot for Maria. So I feel that the um, the powers that be, the you know, beings of light, they're all saying Maria has a question. Like, you know, it's like, Robin Williams, well, the genie of the lamp in Aladdin. Ask, ask on, because there's there's so many things here for her. It's incredible. Okay, yeah, <laughs> ask your head. Send motivation. 
Yeah. No. High five. High oh. five, Joe. Right now it's your time, Maria. Speak up. Speak up. Oh wait. What? Oh, I don't. I don't actually. I wasn't going to ask any questions. Um, I, I feel pretty she good. Has... I no ask. No. They're they're telling yeah. me you need to. You 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 have permission. So tell me no. if I can service a vessel to tell you any kind of guidance. You go ahead. You have full permission. <laughs> you, I, you've earned you it. You know what? There there have been times where I I would ask a question if I had it. I got to be honest with you. I'm I'm just in I'm really not in a place where I have any questions. I feel really good about where I am. I don't I don't have any questions. You, I'm you I know I'm your on ability? good. Um, you know, you think that you're not as advanced, and hence why um, you brought a failure. I don't. I'll oh. tell you. I I, I, I don't feel like I'm sorry. I, <laughs> that's no. Robert. I don't care, Maria. You're not a person. I I don't feel like I'm not as. I, I'm not going to say I feel like I'm not as advanced. I feel like I'm not as open about it because I'll I'll be honest. May the power of no oh, Okay. I've known that I've had. I, uh, here we go. Here we go. Laugh, <laughs> Maria. You are extremely powerful. You're an extremely I, powerful being, and uh, I love that Joe threw that. <laughs> um, Maria, you I know just what I heard wanted you to too? know. I heard you saying, but, 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 but. Yes, no, oh, no, 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 no. No, that's you. That's you, and you're just mad because I pointed it out. And so now you're thinking. Now I'm telling. I'm. I'm saying it to you, like uh, messing with you. <laughs> but but but. No, I don't. I get knocked down, but I get up again. No, you get down, and no, Joe, generation. I get knocked down, and no, and you know what? I'm more like uh, like pet shop boys. Wait a second. When did that even come out? Because Joe would have been too young to appreciate that song. Yeah. Yeah. So he was uh, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Anyway. It fucking annoys me. Okay. I'm more. Now, now you pissed her off. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love it. Marie's like, Expressing herself. Maria's like Vogue, Vogue, you know. Oh, um, I'm very expressive. You, you just, 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 Guys, I'm so excited. With your permission, Joe, I want to get my friend Nikki, who's the most amazing astrologer I've ever met in my life. Um, mm-hmm. She taught me about the North Node. Um, she's in my whole needle charts. And mind you, I know how to do needle charts thanks to Robert. Um, but, I, I mean, she's like, like mathematically, like, I know where the degrees are and all this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. She's like, can we go barter deal? No. She's a Capricorn with a Scorpio rising. I'm a Scorpio with a Capricorn rising. She used to uh, work for Homeland Security. That's so weird. My music started playing out of nowhere while I was downstairs. That's Robert. That's why Robert. That, I want to read Maria. <laughs> sure. It is, it, is, it is because Robert was also a Cancer. So anyway... Um, 
No, Maria, I want you to come at him a Scorpio. I sound like Tyrese, Signs of the Zodiac. I kid you not. He has a song called The Signs of the Zodiac. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Tyrese, who was in the, whatever, Fast and Furious movies, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I know what you're he's talking like, about. He's like, and then he's like, I'm a Scorpio. And I'm like, okay. Yep, yep, yep. What, you know. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, he said, um, yeah. ejecto cedo, cuz. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Joe. <laughs> 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 Maria's laughing. What that's a, all that counts. <laughs> no, that hurts. I, I love to it's laugh. It's your time. <laughs> there, there, Maria, you have, like, so many people for you behind me. That is not even funny. Like I believe that. They, okay. I need to shut the fuck up and you need to talk. So let's go. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm very observant. Let's go. Let's see. I'm not my my power comes from being observant and, and paying attention and I pick up what I pick up and I write a lot mm-hmm. of it down and some of it I share and some of it I don't. But I don't know if you can tell this about me or not. I also You are my generation. <laughs> You're like the who? I am. Uh, I I am. Uh, well, how old are you? I am forty. Forty. So I'm thirty-four. So not not too far behind you. But you feel but, like uh, that. You feel like a very kindred. I have a, I have an old soul. Yeah, I do have an old soul for sure. Hundred percent. Do you have a sister? I do. Okay. Okay. You see. Do you see how they're bothering me? All right. So I have to read what? you because um, right. I have to do a general first and then whatever questions you want. They're telling me all this stuff. I, so, I swear not to God that Joe has not told me anything about calligraphy. Just in the um, yeah, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have known about that. Are you afraid that, that your doggy's going to pass or concerned about doggy? Um... Not so much mine. Um, my mom, I am, but I know it's coming. I mean, it's it's happening, so it's gonna your happen mom? really soon. My mom's dog. Hmm? Okay, hold on. And now I'm like, wait, what? Okay, mom's dog. I'm like, mom or your mom's dog? My mom. Um, you know, funny thing is, I work. And it's funny. I have a daytime job, and at night I strip. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I I made my my coworkers laugh because they're like. Well, I heard you do readings and it, you know, right? Like keep it on the down low, like R. Kelly. And I jump around. I'm like, yes, I am a call specialist by day, and I serve him by night. I um, work at a fun- at a call center for funeral. Nation, mm-hmm. I do remember you saying that. So, yeah. Imagine that and these fucking callers today. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say this because we're still. That's part of what Nikki said, the astrologer guys. Everyone that's listening, um, the intensity of the moon, um, full moon, uh, full wolf moon, and then uh, the lunar eclipse is going to last for another week. So we need to ride mm. that wave. And now uh, you little cancer mm. station that you are, mm. you go side mm-hmm. to side, side to side. Mm-hmm. They're like, actually, it runs another, another uh, no, actually, that's an R. Kelly song. He's like, step to oh, side, no. side to side, whatever. Yeah. Lean um, like a cholo, side to side, uh, 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 side to side. You know that song? Mm-mm. Wow. Yes. Wow. Why are you, okay, why are you so, I'm sorry, Maria. I, I feel like I'm close to you, but don't be uptight. Why are you so uptight? 
I'm like, oh, I'm you know, I'm yeah. picking up a lot. I got to be honest with you. I I don't. People really can't read me unless I want them to. Most of the time, you can pull certain things out of me, but Thank I just you. don't. I don't. Here, I don't open like that. Thank you so much. Shakti, it is a privilege and Shakti, honor. Shakti, ask yeah. Maria for permission to pick up on her spiritual guides. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Say it. Mm-hmm. They, that, as, you know, as my 23-year-old would say, they be popping. And, you know, he knows mm-hmm. what's with me. He knows some very proper English. I'm like, bitch, I worked very hard to perfect my English. So my eye twitches when anyone, <laughs> like, goes outside of that. Like, gotcha. <laughs> Fuck you. Mm-hmm. What the fuck you mean got you, bitch, without clutch? I'm like, what? What do you mean that's clutch? That's a fucking part of a manual <laughs> car. You know? Or, you know, and then, yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's, that's the urban dictionary talking. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I've worked extremely hard to perfect my English. And um, I came here when I was eight. Um, some people can tell I have an accent. Some people don't and they're like you're from Minnesota. No, like, oh, okay. no, I would have never. <laughs> I would have. I would have never said Minnesota. Minnesota. Never said that. Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, they have oh, a. Um, don't you know? And, mm. and then uh, my uh, my my call center has assigned me to mostly southern accounts. God mm. fucking really? bless my heart with people in Mississippi. They're like, come on, come on. I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. I cannot understand what you're saying. Like, what is your name, please? Huh? Mm. What happened now? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I'm like, oh, my God. Mm. I've gotten used to the lingo. I'm like, sir, I'm sorry. What is your telephone number, please? Four, 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 nine, four. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> like No, you're yeah, good, oh good at translating. <laughs> yeah, I try to be. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very proper, you know. I worked seriously. I worked really hard, and it's all part of communication. And I feel you're the same way. Um, you have mm-hmm. a seriousness, but you're so fucking funny. You are cancer. Come on, I I, I, I can no, see right I, through the I, heart of you. I I am funny. I'm not gonna. I'm I am pretty funny. <laughs> you're hysterical. You have a dark sense of humor that I'm like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. My bird even said, oh my god. Even someone was like, rah rah. All right, so here it goes. Um, <laughs> what kind of what kind of bird what kind of bird do you have? She's an Australian cockatoo that's not going. Simone, hush. They're they're the ones that are big and they're white and they have black beaks. Yes. Oh. I and their know. eyes have like a oh she's fully wide awake with you. You're like mm. a bird. You not you oh okay. So the I'm, whole animal I'm an, she's I, feeling. I, I'm an I'm an animal whisperer. <laughs> I was just gonna say whisper. Okay, she's really excited right now. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Mama. Um, you want to say hello? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't know. She will talk. I just I need it. <laughs> she does like the video. She's blowing kisses. Come on. Okay. I love it. She'll talk. All right. Um, you are remember. Somebody once said to me, it's, and it's really cool, it's like, um, we are just like our totem animals. So, like, being a mm-hmm. soft shell crab, uh, you know how crabs go, like, from side to side? Right. And they bury themselves in, in the, you know, in the little hole. <laughs> but yet, you right. know, it's like the symbolism is very bright on, and I find that it is. 
So, um, trying to tap into this. No, under, under I want to try something. Yeah. I want to take like a minute and I want to play a frequency and just everyone kind of like zone out, kind of like let it clear and then we'll come back for like, let it like do it for a minute and see what happens. Okay. Someone's like, uh huh. Someone really likes Maria. Hmm. Um, and you know what's funny? Your your ruler is the moon, obviously, and the moon came came up. Makes sense. Um. Okay, so either it seems that there are two children or two opportunities here. So, because pages are coming up. And it's kind of opposites. Um, they may be going through something, and as you know, kind of a maybe what you might think is a bit of a struggle. Hence, why you know, or you can convey a message about failure, but it's not failure. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what you're saying. That's going on right now. The sun shines. You are crowned by the sun, and then the hierophant. Um, now there's this man in that is involved in a situation that could perhaps be another water sign, but, you know, he is a king, so if he's not a water sign, he's someone that is significant. I'm going to think he's significant to your heart. Oh, my God, don't tell me he's a fucking Scorpio, because you know what? I'm so sorry, but male Scorpios have, I don't know, some kind of bad reputation for some reason. If he's a Pisces, or, you know, if he's someone that you've trusted, are you laughing, Joe? He's a Scorpio. Uh, <laughs> I was like, you've got a bad rap. We're excited oh, to the Scorpio the, thing. And I was get like, out of here. All right. You know what? You know what? You know what? Hmm. I'm going to go in the corner because you know what? Robert used to always tell me. What? And it's funny because he puts that me in a better Scorpio. Robert would always say to me, don't be so full of yourself. And I'm like, Robert, I'm not. I'm just confident. I'm a Scorpio. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? You are in luck tonight because I will hack the code. No, I know the code. Um, I know what a Scorpio is like. Male Scorpios are a certain way. And I, I'm, you know, I don't know I, why, but every male Scorpio that I met, um, they're I don't, intense. I don't, I, don't, I don't have a male Scorpio in my life. <laughs> I think you well, said they're a king. I don't know, but you, there's a strong man, and <laughs> he could be you know, just a Scorpio. Intensity, maybe, you know, I don't know. That's what I'm sensing, and I'm feeling, and it might sound, you know, crazy, or... No, I don't think just you're do crazy. It, girl. Stop I'm, asking questions. Say yeah, it. You, you, yeah. Do that. you do that to me. Push it out. No, no, I do. <laughs> I do. I have to push it out because I really do think that. And the fact of the matter is that she is a Cancer, so she would be extremely attracted to a male Scorpio. Um, so, okay, and, oh, let me go back to, all right, money, 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 like, um, either money coming. Oh, my God, Simone is, like, so excited. You want to mm-hmm. say hello? Mama, mm-hmm. you want to say hello? You want to blow kisses? <laughs> hello. Oh, my gosh. She's wide awake, and I always tell her, what oh, bird is geez. fucking wide awake at this hour? That is awesome. Okay. She sings. She's like opera singing, like, oh, 
sound like you hear her. And I'm like, Simone, Mama. Mm-hmm. And I um, I always wanted to have a bird that I could pet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I could, like, pet her and yeah. she would never bite me. Her beak is massive. I mean, she could oh, chop yeah. my finger off if she wanted. Um, and another beautiful story about Simone. Um, what? Simone what? She went. Um, she was attacked by two raccoons this summer. Oh. And they gave her some very deep wounds. We thought she wasn't going to make it. They tore all her tail feathers. They did some, like, deep wounds in the, you know, in the back of her. And at the time, I was wow. saying, you know, I was, like, with my sister. And then Joan was like, oh, I did. You know, I Googled it. And Joan, like, cleaned the wounds with peroxide. And gave her a tiny bit of whiskey in the water to help her numb the pain. Oh. I'm like, you gave me a bit of whiskey? I'm like, damn, she's an alcoholic probably. Okay. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she made it. <laughs> and her recovery was remarkable. Like, what? Really? Um, That's awesome. Really incredible. Um, I've, I've looked into her, her, like, feathers, everything, her, you know, she it, it's like nothing ever happens and That's they say great, that though. birds yeah birds choose their owner oh no she's you hear her i do you want to say for real <laughs> i keep blowing kisses i'm trying to go on what is the bird i don't know she's her birthday is April seventh. No, April nineteenth. I'm sorry. Can we can we get your bird to say that? I want to get your bird to say this right here. Hold on. You know what? I want to have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? I knew you'd go. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf. We want it now. The meatloaf. What? What is she saying? Um, she's going, right. she has like a blabber. That's like her arguing thing. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then she has a tone of voice where she's like, and then she'll say, smoke, smoke. Simone, are you a pot smoking bird? Nobody's going to arrest you. You're a bird. Are you a pot smoking bird? Are you a pot smoking bird? Give a kiss. Pitted, so pitted. Joe, are you getting antsy over there? <laughs> yeah, I was just playing. <laughs> <laughs> he's losing it. No, she's beautiful. You know what? Uh, there are many times I've wanted to give up on her. They're like dogs. I love her. I haven't had the time to. What? Can you, like, dance or something? She'll perch on my shoulder. She's Nobody big. Knows she's a what big, the big bird. My friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What is this, Joe? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Nobody knows. That was actually from The Sopranos. <laughs> wow. Okay, no, let me. Okay. I think the cards have, oh, a, like Robert would say, they have a sense of humor. Although the whole thing about the Scorpion Man, don't discard it. You're actually, I feel you're conservative. I need the cards to read. Um, I'm going to use the moon. What the fuck? Uh-huh. 
you're like I feel you're conservative and very proper, but obviously you have a wild side, like wild thing. Oh, I sound like a That was the most. She's dancing. You know, that was the most. That's hard. What? Here's <laughs> why are you pissed off, Simone? Why? Why can't you just say hello, like normal tone, like hello, everyone, hello? So say hello. She'll say hola. <laughs> she says hi, beautiful. Yeah, they. It's funny. They hmm. say that uh, cock, the Australian cockatoos have a vocabulary of about 150 words throughout their wow. lifespan. And uh, the way that they learn is by enthusiasm. So that is beautiful because it goes back to motivation. So even a little, not a little, but even a bird feels motivated to speak Mm -hmm. based on your enthusiasm. Sure. Isn't it crazy? No, I believe that 100% because that's how you get your, you know, even a dog gets excited because they can hear the intonation in your voice and they're like, oh, my God, it's. Exactly, the intonation of the voice. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It makes all the difference. It does. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. One of the things to see here, okay, so. And the moon is also describing lunacy, intensity, or, you know. And also, a beautiful thing about the moon is that the moon will show you it's not just about hidden things or deceit, it's about. Things that come to light with the light of the moon, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then maybe feeling, or maybe one of your biggest fears or concern, biggest concern is feeling trapped or like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, you feel, but you're not. Simone's like, ah, ah, ah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just like a, you know, innermost deep, deep, maybe fear, concern, um, because that comes up on that position. doesn't mean like, oh, you're afraid of this necessarily, you know, like right on. But I think that's part of, and remember that you as a cancer, even although you feel not, not like a, like a hundred percent cancer, Cancers are pretty, they're the drama queens of the Zodiac. You know, you're homey, you're all about home. All, you know, home is where the heart is. And I, I do say this, of course. Um, oh, my gosh, my cats are coming up now. Like, okay, what is going on now? <laughs> I'm like, you are the animal whisperer at this point. I I love animals and they they love me. I love lambs. It was funny. It was it was funny because today um I took my mom to the to the grocery store and we got out of the car and there was a golf cart parked next to us that had a woman and a husky on it and uh the husky was like I looked out the window at it and it just started wagging its tail and I got out and I was like, you know, is it is it okay if I put her, you know? And so we're standing there talking, and 
And uh, I stopped petting her while we were doing it. We were getting ready to walk away, and the, the husky just, like, took its Thank paw and, and swatted my hand, like, hey, you, keep petting me. <laughs> we're going to be friends. I'm going to tell you a message. Fun. I receive a message also specifically from Marie. I mean, it's incredible. So many, so many beautiful things. Okay. Um, either I feel you were in the same struggle as I was, which I can expand on that, I feel you had either near death experience or an accident or something, or you you longed for your death. Either or, mm. because that is why you have such appreciation for your death experience. Okay. 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 So hence why I see it's like I don't even pick all of that up, but I do. Right. Um, so did you see all of them? Did you you cross? Did you see the momentarily you were pulled back, right? This um, is so mind blowing. I don't. I'm. I'm like, well, my mind is being blown. No pun intended. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's a beautiful thing, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I am always um, surrounded. So, even then, mm-hmm. um, you know, when all that was going on, I, I. I mean, it, it freaked me out to a certain extent, but because it wasn't, it wasn't like an accident. I mean, it was just something health-wise no, that happened, no. and and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, I mean, it was just a really real possibility that mm-hmm. I was not going to make it. And I was like, well, I mean, it was like yeah. so, it was so bad that I, I actually, <laughs> I won't forget this. I actually had a conversation with my brother where like it was almost like I, I, we said goodbye because he didn't know, <laughs> you know, and. So yeah, I mean it was kind of crazy. Like it, it was pretty wild, but it wasn't it wasn't my time. So no. So hence, how ironic is it that I worked for a funeral home and I handled death calls? How ironic is it <laughs> yeah. that I suffer from severe depression and I long to die, just like Louis, you know? But so it was a vampire who found me. I wish it would have been a vampire, but no. <laughs> you know, Cosmos was like, no, bitch, you're gonna, you know come back and realize that you are meant to be here. Um, and hence yep. why my animals are reacting so strongly to mm-hmm. you. You've been touched. Um, what? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's saying like random stuff, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, it's just kind of crazy because you know, this is the thing. When I do my psychic consultations and people are like, ah, blah, blah. one of the things my dear mentor taught me, and, you know, she know, Robert, never go on believing your own bullshit. And, um, he, you know, he taught me that one of the best uh, ways to practice is, come on, shush, is to, you know, read ourselves. That is the hardest sure. thing to do. Um, yeah. And uh, some some of us can do it, some of us cannot. Um, you have to have I a sense of humor. I just had deja vu. I had deja vu listening yeah, to it. you as I'm getting, like, bread to make a sandwich. I'm like, what? <laughs> I feel like we were, we've been here already. Yeah, we've definitely been I here already. I think so, too. I think so, too. I really think mm-hmm. so, too, especially for Maria. I think that 
I, I just feel, I don't know, it's just weird. And I feel very connected to Maria, and I'm spitting things out of my mouth. It's, I I can just tell you, I'm not going to swear, but Joe never told me anything. And I'm just spitting things out through my bird and through my animals reacting to you, and it's just in me. Um, and that's why I said being a water sign, I'm a Scorpio half. Two mm-hmm. of my two oldest are Pisces. So I know, you know, how water is and um cancers tend to flock to me now my one of the best friends that i used to have who was a cancer who became a friend of me you know right and it hurts cancers are something else like you can touch hearts and stuff you know but so can we so um what you know um simone pisces and aquarius can do that too same Yes, there's touch people's hearts and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kind of revolution, cosmic revolution. No, you're the sign of cosmic revolution, Aquarius. My mom is saying, what Joe? When's your birthday? Your Aquarius? What? I'm I'm February eighteenth. No. <gasps> Wait, that was I my due date the... with Jonathan. Oh. Jonathan is February 19th. My Aquarius sun is Aries moon in the 10th house, Cancer rising, sun Aquarius Ooh, in the 9th no. house, Jupiter and Leo in the 2nd oh. house. I don't know what I'm telling you, but that's what I got down. Venus, Pisces in the 10th, and Mars and Gemini in the 12th. Okay, no wonder but we I, have I, so much water. That's why I gotta. Um, I gotta learn that actually. Maybe we can get your friend to teach Simone. You. Yes, Nikki will help you guys with that. Simone, stop cool. with the running commentary. When you said that, she's like, ah. <laughs> Seriously, she <laughs> is like, she's got some fucking character. I want to like record her. <laughs> yeah. Just like I'm talking Something here. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's Maria. I think that's what I'm saying. Like I'm a Scorpio. I'm a Capricorn rising. Ascendant, um, and then my uh, moon is in it, uh, Libra. So I am not, and you know, I hate that Scorpio has such a horrible reputation. Um, it is a sign that is the most intense out of the zodiac. Water signs, yes, we are very intense. Water signs are all right. about the emotion. Um, I, I think that Maria feels extremely deep. And the fact that I get her to laugh is a good thing. She needs to laugh. She needs to let loose, and she needs to know that it's going to be okay. I think she carries, like, the weight of the world on our shoulders. It's, like, very, like, studious and very responsible and very, you know. It depends. That completely depends. I just, uh, it depends on the setting that I'm in. That you're in. Well, yeah. I can say that when it comes to the home or something related to the home that's what makes you feel that way like you're invested in in that and so perhaps it has to do with the cards that are showing related to the kids or whatever or the messages because yes you are correct oh i'm like you might just be you know and it's okay you can purposely not want to be read like you and you said it mm-hmm. but the beautiful oh, I know thing that about is, i do i, I know that about myself <laughs> <laughs> the most beautiful thing is that um, 
the moon card showed up, and the two of swords, the two of swords has a crescent moon at the top, uh, mm-hmm. reminding you of the faces of the moon, the intensity of the moon, and reminding you that that blindfold, and you're feeling like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, but yet you can choose to get up and stand up, mm-hmm. as what Marley would say, and pull it off. You can do that. Yep. You got it. You can do this. And you can embody the Queen of Swords. Queen of Swords is uh, more of someone that is either an air sign, uh, so like Gemini, Aquarius, Libra, or someone that will, you know, just communicate and, you know, just get through with yeah. the power of her words. And perhaps, yeah. you know, that's the, the stronger side of your word. This is who you should channel, um, but remind yourself of of the goddess of the moon, you know, Celine, or Sailor Moon, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've even seen the anime. I mean, I don't even know. Most people, I actually know, it's in, you know, like Mr. Hit. Some young people are like, yeah, I'm going to see the you're like, what? <laughs> so, um, no one's going to die. That's kind of a strong message. Like, you know, relax. Like, uh, no, sir, you cannot, like, you are not superwoman. You are not here to rescue. You're here to inspire and give the word to. And not to feel guilty. Is that making sense? Because they are talking my ass off. Um, I had to cover Simone because I'm going to feel so many. Like, Simone has a message. Beautiful. Hmm? Simone has a message. You have a message? Simone, no? So um, the Hierophant also comes up. And in a way, I think this kind of. It's like a mockery. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like what we were talking about earlier. She, you know, we're all feeling so much. Um, but you're on your path. Um, then there's a guy that fell off in Night of Wolves. So either this guy is... It's funny. At first we said, right, Scorpio? Now this guy, this other guy maybe, is showing as a, an earth sign. Um, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. So that's a very interesting thing. Choices to make. Come on. She's blowing kisses. I told you, Joe, we got some Dr. Little stuff going on here. Hmm? But I told Joe earlier that there was some Dr. Doolittle stuff going on here. <laughs> is that Robbie? This is Robbie. <laughs> I'm like, Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, the animal whisper. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. I'm gonna... every, time you said some, every time you said something, I heard. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. And I was kind of, you know what, um, so um, when Robbie and I met, it's funny because he, like, he and Robbie, one thing that you probably don't know is that someone died in the house where you are. 
and hence why you saw oh, that. Oh, yeah, I know. Did you know? Yeah, I can feel it. Okay. I can, cl- you know, I'll cleanse it. Um, but, of course, you noticed how, oh. how there's such resistance to me coming into his house. His mom hates me for an unknown reason, and apparently yeah, he he was told that I told her off. I can swear to you on my life, Joe, I have never really met his mom. I think I saw her once standing outside smoking a cigarette. That is it. And his mom is also Scorpio, so I'm like, uh. Um, there's resistance uh, in the house. I was saying to Robbie, uh, I think yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta clean the house, and you know this, that, and the other thing. But that's probably what the topic, the start of the conversation, really is, which I didn't think about because I don't know. I'm not there to like pick up the vibe. That's so that's probably why right. that's like all sums it up. The vibe in the house. This house is depressing. Probably well, the entity, the depressing. entity is there with you now, Robbie. I know, kind and of I. That's why he called something. That's who I think when I was, you know, I grabbed, like you told me to, Joe, and to cleanse myself last night before I tried to talk to my ancestors. And when I told you that I felt like somebody watching me, Mm -hmm. I think that. And, like, because it was just like this really creepy, lingering feeling. You know, I have to put humor into it because it is heavy and creepy. If you want me to, even right now, you can sneak me in. I will cleanse your room. But you know what's Uh, funny? Robbie said something to me. Not Robbie. This is, okay, let me go back to something. Apparently, okay, we live, we live um, on a, like, plot of land or whatever. It used to be, like, Mm -hmm. a huge plantation in, in Wilmington, Delaware, right? Um, And apparently one of the maintenance guys that has been here the longest told me that like there was like a burial grounds or whatever in the property and Mm -hmm. the house that is now like the office, Robbie, like that was the main house. That was the main, you know, I mean, like, you know, yeah. So um, you can see it in the architecture in the way that the stones are put together with what looks to be like um, mud or clay. Right. Like that's one of the things that I pick up on is, you know, you can feel the energy coming from that house, and it's really Correct. creepy. Because, you know, you yeah, never so know what's there. Remember how I talked about? Uh, I was under very heavy spiritual attack. I had bruises in my body, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. On the corner of my steps, I saw a dark shadow, six, seven feet tall. Um, someone opened my door. Door to the bedroom. I've seen him in the hallway walking down my steps. So I talked to the high priest of my sister's coven, yada, yada, blah, 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 whatever. So I am not surprised, and I'm going to tell you this, and especially because you were talking to me and you're getting close to me, if that thing that has been in my home from this property decided to come to you, remember how you asked me, do they cling to you? Who? Well, they say... Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. What do you mean who? The entity that you saw that was six to seven feet tall in the corner of no, my no. steps is now. I don't think it's that. Like, I'm getting well, a, in part, a different vibe off of it. 
There's a lot well, of activity whatever, going on around. It's not there yeah. anymore, right? Not on, not on Shakti. You're talking about the entity in, in Robbie's house? I'm saying that, um, I mean, there's obviously activity in Robbie's house, but because, like, the dark entity, I believe, just came here, through here, because of the fact that, you know, this was built on burial grounds. Um, but you didn't protect your and, house with anything that can, it's like no, a I protect, No, I protect the fuck out of my house. So it it, it is now protected, um, but it is still lingering. And it doesn't like the fact that I'm talking to Robbie. That's what I'm trying to tell him. Or to you for the well, matter. Can, they don't like it. They know. You can, you can tell them to get the out. Oh, I have. I have. I'm, I'm not afraid of it. I just, you know, I think that it's Dr. Robbie because he's had, um, he's had exposure to us, and especially he's been here. Um, and, and it's true. Like, so, so, Joe. Remember how I was telling you like, yeah. last night in my dreams I saw a dragon? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's one of my spiritual guides. It's manifesting in the form of a dragon because... This is sound weird, but like my aunt and throughout my whole family were really into mythology and stuff like that. And, you know, it goes back generations. And I know that... that I can feel it deep inside that no matter what's in the house, nothing gets into my room. Like you ever think about you? If, you ever think about that dream was about you being a dragon? No, like one yeah. of my spiritual guides is a dragon. Mm-hmm. You know what, what if it was actually you? Oh. Well, I don't know. Well, actually, what if you know? I don't want to give you too much information because it'll overwhelm you. But mm-hmm. right. some people say, and you know, take it and then let whether keep it or not. But mm-hmm. some people say, like for me, I believe it that our spiritual guides are really us in different times, mm-hmm. which are you know a friend in a different time. Um, yeah. So in a sense, like both the both are kind of that accurate, but. What if I'm not saying well, I'm right? But what if the dragon's you saying like, "Look how powerful you are. Look how calm but scary you could be." I mean, that could be possible. Um, so this is gonna sound really weird, and I know that I'm too old for stuffed animals. Too old? But Are you asking me? I don't like if I'm going to spend the night at somebody's house or anything. I always carry around a dragon with me. Has anyone seen? Um, how to Train Your Dragons. Do you know who you need to talk to? It's my oldest son. Yeah. Dinner's his very first deck is a dragon deck, and he loves dragons. Um, but back to what I was saying, I always carry around Toothless with me. No, I get it. I get what's going on. So they're, they're coming to you calmly at a calmer level right now so they don't overwhelm you with, like, surprise, look at me, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, they're coming in symbols right now, so they're being symbolic, which yep. means they're yeah, showing the dragon. Exactly what I told him to the drawings. Yep. Yeah, that that's one saying that yep. wherever you go, I'll be there. I'll bring comfort. Mm-hmm. I'll protect you. They're, they are the dragon that you carry with you, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That actually, like, mm-hmm. to think about it, but they don't want to well, overwhelm you with like. Yeah. That's like the third like, two days that I've seen. Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. 
one is the Celtic lady dancing in the wind. The second was an octopus. I don't know where that came from. Complete Edit Blue was an mm-hmm. octopus. And then the last one was the dragon. And I know octopuses and dragons are both very, uh, in my opinion, they're very powerful. Like, if you ever watch anything on an octopus, they're just... But, and now, mon- I know, they're sea creatures, and I'm a sea creature, too. And you know so what you yeah. do? You reminded me of something, and I'm going to look, look it up now. It's something that I used to do. Whether if I came across, like, a random animal that... um that I don't usually come across. It's usually a symbolic mm-hmm. thing. Like I wound up liking this because it was actually true. But um, animal, totem, look it up. But dragon and octopus is what mm-hmm. I wanted to look up. Oh, shit. I Joe. think so, too. They... My Chinese what? zodiac yeah, sign is a dragon. Your Chinese year, year sign? Yeah, my Chinese zodiac sign is the dragon. Um, it's the year of the dragon, which is two thousand. Hmm. Yeah. That's um. So it's basically talking about. Well, I don't know. No, I it's, think it's, it's your Pisces talking through you. It's not the dragon necessarily. A totem animal. Your totem animal is a fish. You are just like my son. Uh, my my ten year old has the same birthday as Robbie, March eighteenth, except for. Hour. Um, different year. Yeah. But you're connected to dragons. And my oldest son, who's also Pisces, and, and Joe, that's the one that was born February 19th. He's more mm-hmm. of a Pisces than an Aquarius by far. And so are you. I, I mean, I don't really feel you as by being Aquarius, uh, which, you know, oh. obviously you have oh, to look yeah, at. Like- I'm more like a, a Pisces, but some people don't exactly, know you're Exactly, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. My son is February 19th, and he's a total Aquarius. He has some, obviously, when you're on the cusp, you have, you know, um, you have uh, the influence of your cusp sign, uh, but other than that. Check, check this out. Maria, are you so, still Robbie, I'm going to tell you this. Do you... Before I'm like, ah, oh, I mean, I, I do have to go to work tomorrow, but if you need me to help your clients, I will. If not, then we can leave it for so tomorrow. So, the octopus yeah. symbolism is a, a reminder that to get what you desire right now, you need to camouflage yourself and fly under the radar. In other words, keep doing what you're doing, but be yeah. inconspicuous while doing it. Wait well, until the very last yourself moment. to others. When your yeah. prize is within the grasp, before announcing your intentions. Alternatively, octopus meaning can signify the need for you to pretend that you are something other than what you are. There are times yep. when you, we need to become an introvert, an extrovert, thus mm-hmm. put ourselves out there to get to where we want to be. There are also times when we need to grow invisible to someone to get by them. Occasionally, we will even have to mimic those around us so we can blend in with the scenery. Moreover, octopus symbolism is letting you know that you can quickly move through any barriers that are, that are keeping you from your goal. Wow. That's pretty cool. Talk that about is awesome. Like, I know. That is cool. That, that's, that's amazing. So motivating and so surprising. So it's um, not always about, like, you know, 
what you really what it, what it might be, and then that's why I look at the animal stuff too. It's like, well, what are you trying to tell me via animal dream? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I'll come across an animal, like over here. There's some deer, so once in a while I'll, I'll remind myself, or a frog, or you know, little things. Sometimes there's a praying mantis if you see one. Yeah. Um, mm. That's really weird. Said praying mantis because that's what we call my sister. Can call her mantis. Not to interrupt, Joe, but animals are here for you too. Because somehow caring for animals is to oh, okay. Oh, it's it's her. I mean, oh, um, I didn't mean to call her. That's not no, so I'm ridiculous. No, it's not like an 80s movie or like. It's funny because she's a cancer too. Yeah. She used to care for animals. Okay, so hence yeah. why my animals are like, you know, well, like, like very, okay. So sorry, no, keep going. She was one of those people that would not speak up for herself. All due respect. Yeah, I get it. I used to be that way. But then I was like, no, bitch, fuck you. I'm going to talk whenever I want. But, mm-hmm. you know, she's kind of opening up to me a bit. Um, so she used to have pants with like kitties. Oh, I love it. Like, um, she had pants called, not cats scrubs. On? Yes, like, did she? I believe she might have, yeah. She had a bunch of different like, types of scrubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but scrubs she were like animals. She wore a lot of solid colors. She was dark so, and brooding, though. She Even she pretend to be bright. Like, no. <clears throat> what are we saying, Shakti? Hmm? I'm, I'm, I'm picking up on. I was saying, deep inside, I feel she was dark and brooding, even though she pretended to be. And I can explain that because I am the same way. A lot of people don't understand, you know, or don't know. Um, when I say, oh, Nirvana, and I what? You yeah. know, you like Nirvana? How would you ever know about Kurt Cobain? Kurt Cobain was a Pisces. Kurt Cobain killed himself. I'm like, that is my generation. He was a little bit older than me, but, you know, all the same anyway. Um, But it goes back to the point of a lot of people will be surprised. And and that's why her passing was a surprise. I'm like, well, you know, I'm trying to find terminology. She's kind of opening up a little bit more. She says you want answers. Mm, I don't know about from her. Oh, well, I don't know. You know how life goes? You're like, I would like to see this happen or I want to know this, and then you forget mm-hmm. when someone asks you. <laughs> and that's not, like in general sense. I keep, right I now I'm like trying that. to figure out, I was talking to Robbie about like there's a lot of symbolism going on. I'm learning about Mm-hmm. The symbols within the symbol that's in a symbol, and I'm going, okay, now what? But I have to talk be patient. To, no, I'm talk to, to him. Out. I'm just saying she's kind of intruding in here for a reason. I think she felt that. Oh, gosh, she's not kind of. I'm so sorry, Robert. You know Hold what's on. Weird? Let me just. I have to tell what's him this that? because she's. Uh, she's right. I, I, I kid you not. Yeah, like she feels a lot of the ways that I felt where I was like, I wish my boyfriend would have listened to me or paid attention to me. But yet (laughs) he says that he paid attention to her, but she felt like he didn't. Yeah. And that was one of the big 
things for me too. So is Marissa that's what you say. Yeah. I am. Pay attention. No, ma'am. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Maybe she's, she's saying right that here. now because, um, you know, when you see it on the other side, I guess you get to see someone's life more. I don't know, but she was one of the one of my one of the relationships only that I actually took my time to learn about her and what she liked and why she did it that way and and she's that's soulmate, probably what she said. Mm-hmm. But she's saying no. Go ahead. No. Um, was she or Puerto Rican or? She was, Very, um, I think, a mix of Puerto Rican animated. and Dominican. Or okay, because uh, I was going to say Dominican Republic next. I'm very animated. You know, they're they're they have a very like warm culture, and it depends on you know how diluted you are when you when you're here. And that's why mm-hmm. I said you know I'm Venezuelan and, and Spaniard, and Spaniards are very European. Yeah. After after what the hell that noise was last night or this morning? That was fucking. Excuse me. That was something else. I don't know what the hell that was. Now, one of the things that I am seeing, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So, so it was like a big house, a beautiful house, and her being mm-hmm. excited about an opportunity, like um, getting some kind of promotion or doing something, but I see, um, oh, oh, hold on, not a unicorn. Oh, my God. Sorry. Not a unicorn. Um, what's the other thing? What's the other thing um, that is, and I feel so retarded, but that's interference again. It's not a unicorn, but it's kind of like a unicorn, multicolored. I guess so. Rainbow. Yeah, all Rainbow. right. So look, she, <gasps> she had, um, she loves, and the last thing that she bought that I, I remember specifically that you're talking about, she had uh-huh. the, um, what is it called, the stethoscope? And she bought a multicolored mm-hmm. stethoscope, and it had this a full candy float on it. Did you say candy skull? Would you call it skull candy? Skull candy. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I love the most? It's candy skull. All about the day of the dead. <laughs> yeah. And I have a stethoscope that I used to use to hear my daughter's heartbeat, and it was purple. Nonetheless, it was a stethoscope. Okay. Um. Wow. But okay, not not to you know, I don't want to distract, but I feel her now. She's more like she's kind of coming more on, you know. I think she's feeling more comfortable. You know, we're like, okay, what's coming for us? Um. We can leave that for another session, Maria. I just you know, I yeah. just met a girl named Maria. Well, can you hear me? Not that long ago. I can hear you. Okay. Um, it's beautiful. We're feeling. getting a lot of messages. I'm excited. Gotcha. Like, you know what? Wait for like. You've what? been helping a lot of people. Me? Don't see <laughs> what happened. That's why my call is safe from the south. Um, <laughs> you know, I they assigned me to southern accounts because apparently I'm very proper and I talk slowly than. Most Pennsylvanians. Um, <laughs> but, you know, um, a lot of people are like, oh, well, what happened? 
I'm getting have a back little to bit point. of time left on this episode, which is amazing because I was telling Maria before, I was like, we're probably going to not do a full one. And she's like, you jinxed it. That's it. We're doing a full one. So, <laughs> we're doing, I know. So yeah, and you like, jinxed it because I got to go to work. What I said is we're going to Can you hear me? I said, I'm like trying yeah. to get a word in over here. I said Maria. we're going to have we're going to have a marathon. And now here we are, oh, three hours into it. <laughs> yes! Yeah, high five, high five, high five, high five, high five, high five. But no, um, I so think let's, they're, um, yeah. let's figure out a way to make a group chat, phone call. How do we do that off of the episode? I'm not um, sure. Um, I can do it. I just but need one thing that right. I, I have to tell Joe yeah. is the reason why she's coming through and a lot of stuff is coming through, I mean, all, all, not just because of Sacred Hearts, um, but Joe, you're also drained, and you're you're dealing with how to you know balance that out, which happens to me all the time. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like um, every for universe to say, "Hey, you wanted some answers too," because that's what she specifically mm-hmm. said. And you're like, "Well, what?" So uh... they're giving you that opportunity. Okay, um, just like hmm. Uh, even though she's not going to give you answers, if you know what I mean, because you, I think you blame, you know, you feel like you're to blame because you're like, if you would have told me, if you would have said what I needed to do, that's not it. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, that, absolutely. Mm-mm. Timing is timing, and whenever higher power says, come to me, you shall come. Mm-hmm. It has nothing okay. to do with, with anything that you did. And she is reaffirming the same message that Tristan did. And by the way, Maria, like, I, you know, in case I'm like, oh, I beat myself a lot. Tristan was someone yeah. that was like my little brother and all this stuff. And he died. And um, he asked me a week before he died to read his cards three times. I felt sick to my stomach and I couldn't do it. Oh, wow. And then I stopped reading the cards. I was so upset. Right. I was like, what good is this mm. if I couldn't save him? And, yeah. uh, you know. So hence that message. We can't. But did you? Know. So then, are you taking? Are you taking your your own message that you just gave to mm-hmm. Joe? Though have you have you taken yeah. that? Oh, oh yeah. Good. Yeah, this good. is uh, over ten years ago, and uh, I did go to a medium across the street from here. Ironically enough, I was put on the same location again years later. And yeah, I do feel and hear Tristan a lot. And uh, when I went to the medium, she said. First thing she said is that she couldn't charge me because she's like, you're one of us. And if I do, they'll yeah. take my, my abilities away. And then uh, Tristan came forth. And uh, I was crying my eyeballs out. You know, great, do not blame yourself. You know, I'm fine. You could have never prevented my death because timing is timing is not up to you. It is up to our, our highest power. And then he said, you need to get back to helping people. He's like, that is your mission? Right. And then he's like, one of the things the medium said is like, I'm smoking all the pot that I want. And there's an endless supply of beer and heaven. And I think that was his sense of humor. And I'm like, oh, it sounds like you're having a great time. He has not appeared to me in a few years, um, but he did appear to me in dreams. Now, Robert, on the other hand, and um, remember the other night, after we talked about him, last night I was searching purses, and I found his CDs on the one purse that I was like, uh, which one should I choose? And I was like, I'm going to go with this one. When I reached inside, it was the CDs from Robert 
he would always wow. record his readings. And it was a 2010 reading and a 2011 reading. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, oh, ugh. there's a message here. And uh, wow. it's amazing. Yeah. That's so um, so you know this funny? is not a coincidence, guys. <laughs> it's not a Asking coincidence because um, I had a moment yesterday. It's been a while since I had a moment, but I was – I, mm-hmm. I used to go, you know, when I was sad, I would look at her pictures. And I had a moment mm-hmm. yesterday for some reason. I don't know where it came from. And I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. So then you're bringing, you, you, I don't know where you brought her back up. And you, you, you touched on the multicolor thing. She was trying to come up with ways to let me know, like, <laughs> hey, I'm here. Like, this is, this is what I'm trying to explain is me. So yeah. same thing that happened to you is what, what's going on to me in a different way. <laughs> I know, right? It's, yeah, but it's so neat. It's so beautiful. And I just see her. You know how, to me, they manifest themselves um, however they want, you know. So, um, but she is trying, she made me see her on the scrubs, like wearing her, her scrubs for a reason. That's cool. Sure. Appreciate it. Um, before we get booted off, Joe, how much time do we have left? Uh... You got five minutes and 58 seconds. All right. So I have Shakti's number. <clears throat> Do you want me to jot down everyone else's number so I can go ahead and... Um, yeah. I'll message call. it to you. Do you. Maria, do you want to join on the call? Or are you tired? Sure. Or what you're gonna do? All right. What's up? It's sure. I'm just going to lay down. I know so. Robbie was trying to say something before and never got never got through. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, All right. I don't know. All I know is right now I can't stop drawing like what looks to be like a dragon's eye or a snake's eye. It's really freaking weird. It's the it's the third mm-hmm. eye. And it's got this funky eyebrow for a third eye. <laughs> mm-hmm. No wonder I can't get the dragon head just right. Keeps <laughs> looking like a freaking dinosaur. <laughs> All right, let's get off of here. Alright. 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 See you on a few. Signing off. <laughs>